when we, when we come true Stop that Da-da-da-da-da-da Hi guys, welcome to Tiny Time. Um, on today's episode, we have three special guests. Uh, actually, we have Hasvini, Kauselia, and Sonia with us. And this week, we're bringing to you a, quite a sneaky, cheeky little episode where it's titled "The Size Matter" and other important questions, which we know you, your dirty little minds, would have been thinking about all this time. So don't, so don't worry. Tiny Time is going to be answering all the most thought about sex questions because sex education is not available in Malaysia so we felt who better than us to do it since we got experience for it so I'm gonna open it and um, let our guests introduce themselves and then give their answers to well the first question does size matter um, Haslini what do you think hi okay um for me from for like all the people I know for them yes and it's basically like, if a girl tells you size does not matter, she's probably lying. I'm sorry, Kausalia. Like, probably not you, but like other girls, I can bet you 100% they're lying. Okay, but like, okay, is there like a, like a minimum size or like, is it, is it everything? Like, is size everything? But wait, I, I like no, size is not everything, but it matters. Okay, how much, okay, so how much does it matter to you? Like, on, on a scale of like, 1 to 10? To me, uh, oh wait, to Sonia, okay, sorry. No, go, go ahead, feel free. Like, yeah, go ahead, Okay, all right, to me, not quite. I feel, okay, Um, for me, I feel their appearance probably matters because that's the first thing you look at, right? You're not going to ask them to go pull their pants down. Okay, I want to see your ding dong first. Okay, that's not, that's not what you're going to do. So, probably not much. Fair enough. Well, good to know. Um, Sonia, I'm trying very hard not to laugh here. Like, I'm just like laughing. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try to hold it in. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I think size does matter, but that's not the only thing. Like skill matters just as much. I feel like if you have size but you don't have skill, it's only like, yeah, it's good. But like if you have size and skill, that's like mind-blowingly good. And but if you don't have like, if you don't have that like size but you have skills. I think it could make, I think it would still work. It could still be mind-blowing. But yeah. So, okay. So, if you have size but no skills, you have a better chance of pulling it off or getting away with shit. Um, but if you... It would just be like mediocre shit. It wouldn't be like... Yeah, but it would just be like mediocre stuff. It wouldn't be like, whoa. Okay, wait, um, can I like just... Go, go, go. <laughs> Alright, so um, about size and skill. Okay, everyone knows like a girl has a G-spot, right? So probably if you have like a bigger size or like a larger size, you could probably like hit it easier compared to one with like not so much and you have to like maneuver yourself in. Okay. What are you trying to do? Okay, I have a question. Like, <laughs> on the point, go. <laughs> Uh, as Fini said, is that you need a big size, big, big, for you to put inside the G-spot. <laughs> you, you are yeah, not putting no. it inside the G-spot. No. I know, I know. Targeting Lighting the same G-spot. More like, more like having a boot yeah. size. <laughs> what is the actual size should it be then? <laughs> because, man, think about it. The guys, some guys think that even though they have a big, big guy, probably they think that, oh, their dick is even more smaller than what they have. 
I don't what know. Five seven is average. How much? Yeah, seven is not average. Okay, I just okay. As I know, what? The, the size is average. Okay, I know the size is usually this, so it's kind of <laughs> like this. Wait, this? That is a sentence size, like tiny, bro. Yeah, they say this is the size. This is the size of it. Can you shut up, bro? <laughs> what the fuck? But then you know, like, like how short your finger is, bro. Yeah, I don't know how true is it, but they say it's like it's measurable, like this, like you know, guys. This. No, no, no. Inside. No. So it's nicer when it's like this. Show your fingers like this. <laughs> that is such. I a even know. That is. I I just measured. <laughs> I, 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 I have no idea. The correlation between this and my dick. You know there's a you know there's a saying right like if you want to know how big a guy's dick is you look at his foot. Yeah. Is that actually oh, really? true? I thought this. No, you you look at their foot, then you will know it's like oh the guy has a big dick, you know? Or Dude, a small one. Why? Why? Just ask him how big how is, is it. I'm sure he's measuring before. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, that's the most like important no, thing, like, right, as you say. I've heard it before. I've heard it before. But what is the measurement? Like, how do you divide? Is it three over four? Is it like half? Like, is what it when mean? it's soft? Is it when it's hard? It's the entire shoe. Like, what is it? Okay. So to hit your G spot when it's hard, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wait. Wait. wait, wait. <laughs> so wait, 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 wait I don't explain. I don't know. I don't know. Go on. Yeah. There are many types of penises. Okay. <laughs> Just like there are many types of penises. Taliwa. You are great. <laughs> Different shapes, size of you know and all that, right? To be very uh, okay, I'll be very blunt. I'm not a biologist. I, I stopped studying biology right after SPM. But you know, a man gotta know some things. A man gotta know, right? Okay. So there's different. Man gotta know what a man gotta know, you know. <laughs> So there are different kind of penises. You know, penises can be can be uh, bent, can be straight. It can go up. It can go down. It all depends on the guy, right? And then the size also is different. Some guys generally okay on the okay, we have the flaccid form, and then we have the rock hard hard on mode, right? So if you take the flaccid mode, flaccid mode usually some guys they're small, but then when they turn down, then the blood gushes in. He becomes super big. Yeah, you have so growers and showers, right? Yeah, so you you call him a grower, a grower, and showers. Yeah, they're in a flaccid form. They're already big, but then you jolok them a bit. It's still the same size, <laughs> or they only get bigger slightly. <laughs> so those guys are showers, you know. And this usually happens to guys who have, I think, already large dicks, like more than seven inches, more than six inches. Yeah, but some guys in their flaccid form, they might be like one or two inches, but Suddenly, Jolo Dema, they become like so big, you get surprised, right? That's why you call them a, a grower. Experience so Arun, okay? Bula, dikas sa dali. I think Arun is a grower. His dad is Sorry, Arun, caught you in the act. No, no, I've been through few, uh, so uh, despite you. my look, I've been through quite encounters, you know, I've been through a lot, so I can no, tell. No, I'm, just, I'm just fucking with you. Um, do yeah. okay. I did my research. Okay, so Haswini says something about five to seven being average, right? But I did my research for the podcast. So the average in Malaysia five point seven to six, right? Yeah, so, but no, she said five to seven. But uh, the average in Malaysia is four point five ish. 
What? Oh my god. Like, is there no hope of Malaysian, average, the average Malaysian dude? Girls? That's small. Right? Okay. So so size so definitely size does matter. But should okay, if okay, what does a guy with let's say only a four and a half inch dick do? Like how does he have confidence that you know to please a woman? Oh my god, I should not Can say I add on something? Never mind. Yeah, I, <laughs> I have a question for you all right. Okay. So uh I have slept with few women lah, okay. So one of them was my ex. Right, she was a uh, Chinese, and she used to complain. Ah, uh, hey, you know what? Your dick is not suited for me. You know, because yours is. She would complain that I was long. Uh huh. Right, but she said that uh, when she had sex with smaller dick, um, she had more uh, stimulation on the G spot area because that one is not not on the G spot, the clitoris. Because if I'm not mistaken, for a woman, for a girl to enjoy sex, right, is you can profile them to either like uh, the clitoral girl or the vaginal girl, which is more G-spot stimulation. Like for my ex, to her, he was more focused on the how to say the clitoris. So she said, when I have sex with a small dick guy, uh, the pelvic area will hit her yeah, clitoris yeah. more, and she gets turned on and feels more good. During sex, but if it's yours, it's like long, and then let's say your pelvic is not uh, how to say it's not hitting it uh, during you have sex. It's not as good as having a uh, sex with a short, shorter dick guy. So what's your take on that? Is it true? What I'm saying is completely bullshit. Wait, Arunen, I want to clarify. So it was that because you're so long, you can't go all the way in, so your pelvis is not hitting her. But so, so yeah, and she, and she and she said it was painful. So yeah, because you end up losing the top. Right? Yeah. So, Have she ever got heat at the G spot? Because more painful. Just so you know, I I put my partner's uh, satisfaction as my top priority. So even if just uh, just because she was not how to say she she was complaining that you know it's too long and then she was having painful experiences, right? I bought her a vibrator. So if my pelvic area cannot hit the clitoris, she can always use the vibrator on it and still enjoy the sex. It's not yeah. about you, Arunan. It's about, yeah, about two way. Her. It's a two way yeah. street. It's a two way thing. Sometimes like the guy will do all the work, but the girl can give you bad sex as well. You know? Yeah, you know what? I always thought my sex was bad until I had sex with other girls, right? And then when I okay, like not to be how to say, not to be condescending or what. To be honest, my ex was more like a dead fish in bed. Not much action. <laughs> so sorry. And then yeah, and then, and then when I had action with another girl who was like totally how to say more expressful in a sexual act, it it was a turn on, and you know we actually got to enjoy, and he, even the act of having sex was amazing. I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, let me tell you something. Uh, you having sex with uh, let's, let's say uh, you hook up with a girl just met on Tinder. You guys been chatting for like one day, and then that night itself, both of you get horny, and she's like, "Hey, I'm alone. Come over." And then you go for some Netflix and have sex, right? The sex that you have during that time, and the sex you have with someone you know who, who you've been uh, growing or growing some sort of relationship. Not talking about something serious, but maybe something like a slight emotional. Uh, growth in terms of relationship and the sex you have with the Tinder girl and then this person who you've been chatting up for like a few weeks 
and then you do it right, it's totally different. Yeah, of course. I'm not sure. Yeah, just you know the person, and like also we grow with them. You already kind of got, got your body rhythms together. But those one-off Tinder ones or whatever one sense where your tempo is just numb, you know, your tempo mixes. Those are kind of sick as well. But you just might meet this random person who's just like in the vibe. Yeah, but I wouldn't just kiss. I wouldn't just kiss or do have sexual acts with any stranger. You know, like don't you find it like uh, how to say disgusting? Like I can kiss my girl. I can yeah. do stuff to my girl in dirty ways. But you ask me to do that to some stranger, Akira lah, she. Hot as fuck and like Kim K or what, but still, I wouldn't be able to, you know, bring oh, myself. Kim, to so, so you're saying me if Kim K at, was at your doorstep right now, yeah, you'd be like, hey, yeah. stranger, stay away from me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, probably. Fuck off. <laughs> no fucking way. A lot of experience, but uh... I don't have <laughs> <laughs> But I, I don't find. I mean, they. They don't ask any particular size or what. I don't understand about that because for me, I enjoy. I enjoy lah. <laughs> so you don't you don't care about the girl, the satisfaction. I mean, if I Only love her, I care lah. If I don't love her, I don't care lah. Like let's say stranger, I don't care lah. For me, for me, for my satisfaction. Why are you blocking your face now? Not bad. <laughs> I was gonna say, so Hasmini, Sonia, and Kalsia, I have quite a question for you guys based on what we've the discussion just now, right? Um, the fact that he said it's nervous and stuff, like, do you guys get intimidated or nervous around guys? No, no I find it a turn off. So you don't, so you find it a turn off if oh you my get God. nervous or intimidated around guys? <laughs> no, if, if guys get intimidated around do me. Do you, in turn, in, in, in the opposite direction, do you ever get intimidated or nervous around dudes? It depends. Do I like the guy? Do I not? Do I find him hot? Do I find him cute? Fair enough. That's about it. Okay. Sonia, Kaus? <coughs> I don't. The name short. Um, I think, yeah, like, like uh, Hashini said, like, it depends really on the guy. But like, I wouldn't mind, like, a shy guy as well. I find him cute as hell. But um but like so like if he's shy then I would probably like okay like I would lead in that sense. Um but I would like shy in the sense that obviously like hopefully he would open up at some point. If you're like <laughs> going to just continuously be shy forever then like boy my patience Lynn. can only last that long. <laughs> <Boy>, bye. <laughs> Don't don't be shy forever, do it. Um, girls, you want to share any anecdotes or something? Because the guys have shared a bit, a bit, and like they seem to think that a few reasons for why size matters and stuff. Before we move on to the next question, you guys want to like kind of like, I don't okay. know if, if uh, the audience to... was listening, what would be like tips for like dudes who, although who might think they're average or to up their up the game or whatever. Okay, okay, not really anecdote, but uh, just something to add on. So you see, girls basically have uh, multiple orgasm, multiple points, okay? Sometimes, yes. even married women still haven't figured out where is exactly their point and what, um, what a man has to do to exactly to feel a pleasure. So when even still some women like get satisfied for the least pleasure because they don't know what's their limit. I mean, what can go higher than that? So that's why we say communication is important, okay? Because if there's multiple points, multiple points for women, there's not only one point. And if you get multiple orgasm, and like man, only one orgasm. So that's why I think communication is very important. Like for example, he was saying his Chinese girlfriend felt like this. And you know, there's so many other effects, not only multiple points and multiple orgasms, there's sometimes muscle growth. 
no no you know that sometimes uh, that's the muscle is sometimes thicker so it's harder to reach and she can't feel anything even though he has a very long dick he can't reach because the muscle growth i have a friend who had a muscle growth was very thick so no matter how long it is it's not going to reach a g point so i think communication is the key and yes i have experience and yes we communicate which one give more and project i think you have to strike harder and harder because some people set for a low limit okay you know what i'm i'm satisfied i got an orgasm i think it's orgasm people actually think fake orgasm is orgasm that's the first thing i think they have to research more learn about the body because there are few points there are few points where you can reach orgasm so yeah i think communication and strike higher yeah probably like before all this i i assume like okay um if you have it big or you have it small it doesn't really matter until you can like properly well cuz it's going to hurt it's going to like hurt either way if you don't make her wet before you go in you know because you you've had guys who've had bad foreplay right and good foreplay so what makes a guy good foreplay longer foreplay okay I don't know. Okay, this is the part I get shy and flustered. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you can be shy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um I guess probably different girls have probably different things they like. So probably like like Kausalya said communication, find out what she likes. Maybe it's just a blow in the ear, a kiss on the neck. Maybe she likes it more like more handsy, you know. But then I can chip on that. for some apparent reason i don't know why <laughs> meaning that right uh, so there was this uh, a girl that i get on with right uh, incidentally she never like actually came across a guy who actually can pop play <laughs> so when she <laughs> when she like had an interaction with me right she was just like mind blown like that she had like places where she can actually get turned on <laughs> and then I was like she was like she was like more like wow i didn't know and then she was right then i just realized is more about you being mindful when you're like having all the sex or whatever like just having good communication being mindful probably you can figure out more shit that you never thought of instead of like having this imagination right what a sex is in your head and going into it rather than just think about being creative and going in it like that, i think that's why people like have like the erectile dysfunction and all right you're so stressed am i going to perform well or not or like what is going to happen like all that thing right doesn't matter at the end of the day what matters is just right you're there and someone else is sharing a body with you and that's crazy and you got to like just enjoy it i think okay yeah, arun i think you want to go yeah yeah uh, how the uh, how would i highly agree with what constantly has said i feel that communication is the key because right uh, i think when you were referring to point i think what you were uh, referring to is erogenous zones of a uh, female yes. and male body yeah females and bodies we have erogenous uh, zones throughout our body you know like even your ear lobes you know they can be turned on to some girls uh next you know some boobs you know so many so before i before i get it done with the girl so usually what i like to do is that uh, get to know each other communication is key so you know like let's say you are i mean you didn't i don't just fuck around with any girls so it's like i need to build a some sort of relationship first before i move to that stage but by the time i get there you know i try to be how to say well equipped with knowledge by knowing most of erogenous zones even if i don't know when we are doing it during the sexual act foreplay is very very important because i used to fuck up a lot 
I fuck up, I don't mean fuck, but I make mistakes when I fuck, you know? For example, like, uh, I'm an ass guy, right? And then I love ass. It's well documented. I, yeah, I worship ass, right? So one of my all-time, how to say, you know, we also have fetishes. Women, girls, guys, all of us are fetishes. So ass is one of my fetishes, right? So I would really want to do anal with my ex, right? So my problem was, even though I was like so into the idea of anal and my ex was totally okay with it because they both, you know, uh, uh, liked each other, there was communication and at that time, lah, right? My mistake was I didn't do enough research about it. For example, uh, trust me, guys, the reason why you want to do foreplay is because you want, to, you want her to be wet enough. And if she's not wet enough, use lube, please. I didn't know that. So uh, during my first encounters, uh, you know, it was painful for her. You know, not even the anal penetration, but the vaginal penetration itself was painful for her because uh, she wasn't lube enough. So, so we communicated. Then I found out, you know what? She's not actually enjoying the sex. So what I did, I went down to 7-Eleven. I brought like this huge bottle of lube, which costed me 30 ringgit. But that lasted me quite a long time. Yeah, like you know, every time you have sex, uh, just doesn't matter if she's turned on or not. You just apply. It doesn't matter. If she, there's no such thing as she being too wet. Same thing went for anal. It's like you know when we first did it, there was no loop. All I did, okay, my uh, how to say before I actually started reading up about it, all my inspiration came from porn, and in porn they don't like show you that them using uh lubricants or what. The most they will do is just, just spit out the hand, stick it up the asshole, and then just, just like put it in, you know. So that's how I was like, oh, so that's how you're supposed to do it. So I'm gonna do the same shit, right? And then when oh. I did it, it was like painful for her, you know. So after that, I learned much. You know what? Doesn't matter if you're having normal sex or anal, just use freaking do. You buy it one time, you can use it for like I don't know, at least a month now. What one? That's why you have to communicate. She understands that. Exactly. Arnan, Arnan, you just see well. Yeah. Arnan yeah. is complicated. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, I, I understood that, you know, okay, uh, because I wanted her to, if can, I wanted her to experience climax every single time he has sex. So I found out during the early stages, uh, if my dick doesn't cut out, uh, doesn't make her come, I'll use my finger, you know? But then after some time, she would complain that it's painful or something. So that's why I went and got myself a vibrator. 
because through communication, we found out that she doesn't get turned on through boob play and also uh, vaginal penetration. So I figured that my girl, if she needs to come, she needs to like be stimulated at the clitoris. So that's what the best thing I could find at the moment was a vibrator. So every time we had sex, we used vibrator too. And you always get the job done. Fair enough. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I, got my, I think I got my ex like two, two, uh, two different kinds of them. And like, yeah, exactly. Good, like, so, uh, one question I don't understand, right? Okay. Uh, okay, this is open to everybody, right? Okay, uh, I assume all of us are from Indian lineage. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All Indians, right? Okay. We used to be a society or a community or a civilization that used to celebrate sex, right? Heck, we are the one who invented Kama Sutra, and I can I, I can tell Vicky and Sonia, you guys can talk more about it than me, right? But why did we instead of like progressing from that point, we regressed? We came to a point where sex became the taboo. Heck, my parents didn't even talk to me about sex. I didn't know that I have to clean my dick periodically because I have a, uh, I didn't, I'm not circumcised. I have a foreskin. And many boys who are born with the foreskin and not circumcised, right? They're not being taught by parents, you know, to clean it periodically. You have to like pull down your skin, apply soap. And you know, every time you go pee pee, you also have to like clean it with water and make sure it's dry. All that shit, nobody taught me until I got into a relationship and I learned all those things through mistakes. So basically I had to like go and look it up myself and study. Like why aren't we being expressful about sex? Because sex is something that should be celebrated, right? The more you make it a taboo, the more you like repress people, especially women, right? The more that you know you want to rebel. That's why I feel like rapes on the rise because you know people make sex such a taboo. Right? So that's why I'm being very open about it because I can talk to anyone about sex. Fair enough. Um, personally, like for me, growing up, before I go to Pasadena, uh, personally, growing up, my parents did different clean and stuff. Like that was like a must. But definitely, did they have a talk about like, I mean, they was like, be safe. You know how to be safe. Like, you know, like, you know, wear a condom, whatnot, you know? But yeah, never like to the, I think to the actual like birds and bees chat. I don't really have one, you know? Um, Sonia, what, what, what do you think? I think it's the same, like, even, like, my parents, they sort of normally shy away from the whole sex talk in general. They just, they were more like, you know, like, just do, just have, like, one person and just do it with that one person and all that kind of stuff. But I think, like, the whole thing where, like, being shy or being, like, sex is just something you don't talk about, I think that actually happened after the British actually came in and stuff. Because if you see, I feel like, colonialism had a lot of um, effects in how current modern day people interpret ancient Indian texts because of the of a lot of how we interpret now is like based on what the British or like the white man has like taken parts and stuff here and there they chose to emphasize on certain things in the ancient ancient texts stuff that they could understand easily stuff that they found you know, like got their attention and then they brought it on to the modern day and that's what we are consuming. But if you actually, I think, really like go back to like the ancient texts and stuff, which I feel like it's hard to get, but you can get if you really look for it. I think um, you would you would see that it's actually such a very open and liberal way of 
uh, talking and going about sex and everything, right? That's why I feel like even before, so like no matter like how, this is just I'm assuming because of how like you know Indians like ladies how they used to dress up and stuff and everything, right? It's very I wouldn't say it's skimpy, but it's like it shows your curves and everything. But men and men women walk around and stuff, and you don't feel like ooh I gotta do that, ooh I gotta do this. It's like wow she's beautiful, like wow he's good looking or whatever that sort of stuff that's it you know it doesn't like i want to fuck that i want to fuck this kind of thing it just i think after the white men came in and stuff and they were like you can live in a society like this i don't know like i feel like because like based on how we've like i've read their like um history and stuff right they've the way they function is quite repressed that's why there's always that stark con that contrast between Eastern cultures and Western cultures. So Western cultures are like prim and proper and like you never like say nasty things and all that stuff. Whereas Eastern people like culture is more like open. They're more portrayed like uh free and like very liberal, you know, the kind of clothes they wear, the way they talk, the way they hold themselves and everything like that. So I think that's why like we Currently, in like modern day, but we, to, yeah. yeah. But to add on top of that, right? For example, right? Uh, think about it. Right? Uh, don't you guys think that performance like matters a lot? And like how, like for example, right? Just now I say right, performance matter, right? But then the the first thing you want to ask is, like, am I pleasing the girl well enough? Do you get it? More like that is the first thought comes to your head, nonetheless, for some reason. And I feel like this is where like you see all the stories, like media or everything everywhere else, right? sex means you have to perform well like all that shit but at the end of the day right what actually sex means like for you guys like i don't know i think that's everyone should ask like why do you want to have sex like for, like for example right you say one night stand right like how many of you have ever had one night stand like i'm like how how i don't say i can't have one night stand just purely because what sex means to me basically uh literally right i was trying to figure out what sex means to me and then i was like fuck Turns out, think about it. If I want to have one night stand, I can just jerk off. Meaning, there's nothing human about it. Like from my personal view, right? The only thing I'm gonna have one night stand is just because I want something else to penetrate, like to like relieve me. Do you get it? It's just like you don't know about this meat body that you wanna fuck. Do you get it? You literally just fuck for the sake of fucking. <laughs> like more like, more like uh communications or like like a little bit of communication. Probably you made. Choose to talk to this person later on, but most of the one night stands I've came up. I mean, I've like talked to people. Usually, you don't talk to this person, and you just like don't care who they are after that. And like from my point of view, like knowing what sex per se means, right, kind of clears up that particular idea. Like that difference, the stark difference that Sonia was talking about. Like I feel like uh, the the older Indian culture talks about like what sex means rather than this is what sex is. Like right uh, now, we are giving like this is what sex is, rather than not talking about what sex means. If that makes sense. Yeah. Very <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not confused. It's just like um, okay, bringing back to like Kausalia uh, and um Sonia. So it's like, for me, basically, my parents had the talk with me, like the birds and the bees. What was it like? 
how how like a dick and enters like penetrates a vagina and everything like i had the talk with my mom and my dad also told me like you know how this works and everything right it was solely for the purpose of not for me to go out and like bang 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 everybody but then it's more of like bang 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 okay no, it's not for that but it's mostly like to keep myself safe so i know what's going on around me and like um i feel that every parent should do this with their child because that's one thing like people do not know sometimes you know like what's happening to them like date rape and everything maybe they're so pure and everything like okay maybe not everyone is so pure nowadays but there are those few right and they don't know what's happening and everything so that's one another thing is like probably why we as like an indian society or maybe like malaysians in general don't really speak about like sex like you know for me to do this i had to like think a hundred times whether i actually wanted to do it or not like honestly but then i was like you know what screw this shit people need to talk about it people need to make it normal because it is normal like you see families roaming around with six kids and they don't talk shit about it when it happens it's normal sex is normal it's what makes a child and it's beautiful wait a minute tell me tell me about your best sex experiences <laughs> my what and it's okay so like yeah and like i it's probably because we as an indian society care so much about what people think like oh what this auntie uncle going to say what are they going to say about us disgrace to us like 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 mushu from mulan disgrace to you dishonor to you dishonor to your cow dishonor to your family you know that's what happens <laughs> when you talk about sex when you have sex and people find out yeah, and what people think and all that stuff yeah but like everywhere else it's so normal to speak about it why not here it's probably for me personally i feel it's because of that everyone cares so much about the family image about their image that they feel they do not want to talk about things like this and for me personally i feel sex like i would never have a one night stand like ever 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 it's not because of what my parents tried drilling into my head that you know um sex or like or like you know to make love is between a man and a woman after like holy matrimony and everything it's not that you know it's mostly like i want to do it with someone who i love who means a lot to me you know because for me it's passionate it has to be felt with most love because who knows one day when i do that a person is going to come out from it so it means a lot to me if i want to do it okay yeah while we're on the topic of sex right uh one thing that i feel that both men and women should be educated more uh especially right is a woman's menstrual cycle you know most of my sexual activity between uh, my ex girlfriend right was mostly centered around her period cycle like certain days she will be super horny so i will know that you know i need to get ready and on certain days i know that she will be super horny but i should be extra careful and not only that not only my sexual preparation at the same time guys should also learn more on how to cater to her when she is having a period for example like Do you know if you if she ask you go if she ask you go to the convenience store and ask you to buy a sanitary pad like do you know which one to buy which brand I didn't know that sanitary pads had sizes I always thought they stick to the vagina but it turns out it sticks to the pants not the vagina you know it's the other way around simple things like that 
and there are sizes like you know circumference size all that i was like bright i was mind blown you know it's like when i one of my first trip to the shop she asked me to buy because she was sick and she asked me to run down we used to live together by the way so uh first thing i did i took pictures and i'm like hey how come are this brand this brand they all look the same but certain girls right they prefer certain materials on certain brands so each girl has different brand that they go to you know and don't even let me get started with tampons like putting in tampons i don't know how you girls do it it's like uh it's 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 so small compared to a guy's dick but uh, you putting it in it can be a challenge and did you know there's also sanitary cups it's like reusable and you know it was something that i used to do with my ex you know i know it's a bit too much information but it's something that bonded that made us bond like she would ask me to help her out with the first ever experience with the sanitary cup she was like hey, it's so big it's bigger than your dick how am i supposed to put it inside you know uh i think that's also a taboo that many uh, of us don't talk about especially our parents because you guys know right for girls on a period she cannot go to temple la she cannot go here la there la yeah so what do you girls think about that on that notion uh honestly right first of all can we just give arunan like the best boyfriend award please <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Why the best? The boyfriend is just yeah, mine. The best boyfriend <laughs> award, like an Oscar, if it was for that. Please just give it to him because he knows so much. He knows how to like take care of his girl, which is very sweet. Like honestly, okay. Exactly. Um. So yes, there are different types of of things you can use during menstruation. You can use the sanitary napkins. You can use the menstrual cups, and you can use tampons. Like. Tampons. There's actually like a way to put it in. Okay, so you know, there's like okay. Let's say this is tampon. There's a little tube covering it. So you gotta like pull the tube off, and then you have a little string attached to the bottom. So this tampon is basically cotton where you put it into your your vagina, right? So the same hole the the dick enters. It's the same hole that thing enters. Okay. So once you put it in, it actually expands, and then you have to like. Pull it out once you feel it's full. It's probably about four hours, and then you gotta like take it out because that is inside you, right? So it'll be more damaging if you leave it longer compared to a sanitary napkin. So yeah, and menstrual cups. You, I have a few friends who use that. I don't use that because I'm super scared to do it. But like, you have to fold it and then put it in. So once you put it in, you gotta like wiggle yourself a bit, and then it actually just opens up on the inside and it collects um the The menstruation itself, and after a few hours, you have to take it out or overflow. It's probably the most eco-friendly way to do it, and the safest actually. So yeah. So there's actually yeah. like once you use like a menstruation cup, there's actually a little nub at the bottom. So that nub is actually what you use to like pull it out. So um, the nub is actually quite long. You have to actually snip it according because you know how like vaginas they have different depths, right? So some are deeper than the other. So you have to like. snippet at the end. Yeah, exactly, exactly like what she said. I mean, that's one of the things that my ex went through. It's just like you learning how to put on uh contact lenses like, you know. Yeah, at first it took me like 20 minutes just to put it on one eye and then after sometimes like second nature, right? Just 2 seconds pop you in. Same thing. Yeah, at first it can be very intimidating and scary because it's so big. We had to like go through many YouTube tutorials on how to put it in. Uh, but eventually you get it done, lah. But girls, trust me, at the beginning, yes, it will be painful. 
but as you keep on doing it, uh, it'll be much easier to install. At the same time, uh, there won't be any more discomfort after some time. There are things that I, I didn't know as well. Oh my god, I learned a lot today. Thanks for this yeah. <laughs> education, guys. Like, don't, this, like, don't, even, and, like, don't even let me get started with boob sizes when you go for bra shopping, man. Oh, yeah, that's dude. like a, oh, a <laughs> challenge. <laughs> Measurement. <laughs> but I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah, and I feel bra companies are discriminated towards small boob women because, yeah, you know, like how women, their bust is measured through cup sizes, right? A, B, C, D, and then it goes up. And then you also measure them according to your waist uh, or your, what do you call the chest circumference, right? Yeah, so, uh, okay, I, when I look for a girl, right, for me, boob size doesn't matter as long as the boobs are the same size as mine or big, uh, bigger than mine. So, A cup, I'm very happy. Anything bigger than that, no problem. Uh, but yes, my ex, she did have uh, towards the smaller side. Yeah, so we did have a lot of problem finding her the comfy or correct bra size. That is also something that guys should learn or educate themselves on. So it'll be easier for you to get her a very nice day present. You guys know it's fucking expensive. One set of brands. Yeah, oh expensive. expensive. I'm like, what the fuck did I have it inside? Is it like yeah, gold or what? Like it's exactly. more expensive it's like, than a fucking shit that I'm wearing, right? <laughs> I know. It's, no, it's, it's a necessity. It's something that they wear every day, right? But why should it be like yeah. fucking expensive, right? So expensive. I'm like, so isn't oh all women's stuff just generally more expensive? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's where that's where the money comes from, dude. Girls to buy anything that makes them look good, right? That's a bold statement. No. <laughs> anyone, anyone, anyone disagree? Yeah, yeah. I want to see anyone disagree. Statement. I would have to agree for like most part. I mean, obviously, like I wouldn't go like spend like millions of bucks and stuff. But like certain things that we buy and stuff, I would have to say like it's because. We look good in it, like, or we feel like you look good in it. So, yeah, I not like if you're gonna say that I don't buy the clothes, I don't buy clothes based on how I look and whatnot, then like that's utter bull. Because, like, I whatever like I buy, <laughs> okay, I wait. Because I look good at I look good in it. So, obviously, I'm gonna buy it. Like, for me, on the other hand, okay, many girls, like, okay, we look good in La Senza, we look good in Victoria's Secret, yes. But then, just because we look good doesn't mean we are comfortable. We gotta be comfortable. Exactly. I would yes. pay to be comfortable. Uh, yeah. I won't pay to look all good. I'll pay more to look comfortable. I mean, to feel comfortable. And good. No, not at all? I mean, yeah, obviously. But I, I mean, like, okay, you have to know, girls want to look good for themselves, not for you guys, you know. Please. Definitely. I'm not asking yeah. for me. What brand? What brand? Then what is your go-to brand for comfort? I don't, know. I don't have a go-to brand. No, Cardinal is... Clothes-wise, I prefer H&M. Like, putting it out there. We're not sponsoring any of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we wish they were sponsored. But if you want to sponsor us, I'll be more than happy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think okay. Triumph have good bras, but they're very pricey. Where? Triumph. Mm, Triumph is very expensive. Very pricey. They're really good, solid ones. 
Wait, are you talking about how to bread brush now? I don't know. I just get like one, one or two good ones, and I use it for a solid period of time till I can't anymore. Then I'm like, yep, let's go shopping again because it's yeah. so tedious to find a good one for you. One which is your size in one store will not be your size in another, and I do not know why. Yeah, yeah. I think we are creating a startup idea. Yeah. Like, <laughs> think about it. Right? How to choose, bro? Efficiently. No, there is a way. They use measuring tapes. They they um they measure below like the under boobs and then they measure on your boobs itself. So that's yeah, the way you have to do that, right? What? We can do that. It's just that the stores do not follow that that specific measurement. So like say for example, like if you measure and everything, you go to store A and you say like, okay, I'm for example, I'm a if you say like, okay, you check your size, you're a twelve B. So you go to the store and you get, I need a twelve B bra. This this 12B bra will not fit you. But if you go to another store, mm-hmm. or if you if you go to the same okay store A, you look for 12B bra, it may not suit you. If you go and try 12C bra, suddenly that may suit you. Okay, okay. About that, you know like, that there's this sort of thing called vanity sizing, right? So different stores have different vanity sizings. Yeah. What's so that? Okay, vanity sizing is, okay, Um, basically when it comes to clothes, you may be, let's say, a size, like for me, I'm a size 4-ish to a 6, like somewhere in between, like a 4, but some stores, I might be like an S, like I'm an M, but in some stores, I'll be an S, but the hell, that's not even my size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, so it's the same thing for like bras. So, I, so like, let's say a 30, 34C, some places will be like a 36C. Mm. So like, yeah. Yeah. So that means it's good to have like a personal tailor. No, you don't go. 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 No, you don't Wait, wait, no, wait. Let me let me wrap this up. So we talk about one night stands and we talk about that, right? So if you guys all give a view that you wouldn't do a one night stand because of certain reasons and stuff and all that. Um, so I want to give my take on it. I do agree and disagree because, like, um, I have had one night stands where I feel like what the flying fuck was that? Like this was so shit, and I want to do that again. But sometimes, it, for me personally, it can be good if you're in that mind state, in that headspace where you're just like. I want to have a fuck, but you don't want to just jerk off. You want to have an actual human being and everything, where it's just it's consensual and you just both agree it's physical. But you, it can just be a physical thing. You can have a bit of emotion. You have your emotion and everything involved in that period of time. But after that, it's it's, it's not there. It's just like that's not what's like. You're not in that part of space in your life yet. You know what I mean? But then you do. I feel you do get a point where you want just more or you want that. Emotional connection beyond the bed, and you want it. So no, life. no, I'm not just talking beyond the bed. More like just casual, like relationship. More like relationship. We just like understand that it doesn't last long. More like that. Is that you mean like friends with benefits? Probably, but a lot of people don't associate friends with benefits. Just friends, like or probably just friends. More like I don't know, like yeah. Do you have to label it as friends with benefits? Like yeah, if you're just friends, and like yeah. once in a while you fuck. Like, is that so taboo? Like, is that a big thing in Malaysia? And like, you are instantly be called, like, I mean, people like our previous guy, what's his name again? Or, Kobe's man. Will, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kobe's man will say, <laughs> like, oh, that's against the culture. You're being, 
you're being a horny idiot or whatever, you know. But then, is it so bad? Like, what's wrong with people having pay price benefits? You know, um, like what is this ideal about? Like, you have to like meet this person. You gotta love them forever. If you don't love them with everything you've got, you're a horrible person. You know, and some guy. I mean, this guy was telling me yesterday that he feels guilty when like he's with someone and he just looks at someone like pretty and like oh. She's pretty. I'm like, dude, you just thought in your head she's pretty. That's normal. Like, that's that's fine. Like, if you didn't do anything to act on it, you know. But it's like so much pressure in like this commercialized like hallmark version of like relationship. It's a know? problem of Disney, though. Yeah, Disney. Yeah, Disney. <laughs> I mean, Disney, Hallmark, all, all of them. You know, and they don't give the the real realities of it. Yeah. But before we go, yeah, so multiple partners, but also the other thing is super taboo. I feel is interracial relationship. You know, especially in a Malaysian context, it is such a huge fucking thing, and you just need to chill the hell out, man. Like, yeah. oh my god! No, well, talking of that, right? Before I move on, I had this realization, guys, that I'm a fucking racist. Do you get it? <laughs> like all this while, well, right? I thought I'm not a racist, but then after all this, like George Floyd and everything thing happened, right? I'm a fucking racist, eh? Deep down, right? I was ingrained to be a racist. Like basically, oh. I. If, if someone like Indian and a Chinese person comes and asks me for a job, right? Thought experiment, right? I'd rather choose the Indian guy. Just by sitting instinctively, like, because he's Indian, I have to help him or like, he's disadvantaged for somehow. <laughs> That's the mindset yeah, I was going on with. No, 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 I actually get it, you know, because, you know, I'm sometimes like, we hear our, our family say, oh, you know, pity that guy, you know, he's Indian, we have to help yeah. him, you know, we have to support our own race. I think it's drilled into us already. Exactly. So, in I that disagree, sense, though. I disagree, though. I, I, I mean, if that's the matter, I very disagree. Because, like, if you hire a job, I mean, if you have a job perspective, right, your first thing should be to your organization. What's best for your organization? Like, fuck your you personal do. feelings. Like, people bring best for your organization. It's just a thought process. Even yeah, though yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it right. Yeah. That's the that first thought comes to me, and then oh, I have to consider meritocracy. It's a layers, you know. That means inherently I'm a racist first, and then because I know all this stuff, I'm like, okay, I have to do all this shit, you know. But at at the first thought comes to me is right. I have to choose the Indian. Then only I'm like, okay, that should be meritocracy. Does it make sense? So that's what no, I'm like, no, no, I'm no, being no, a racist no. without me realizing. So it's, it's, I think the same thing applies to people who are privileged, though. They don't realize it. <laughs> like, okay. Like, what the fuck? They don't realize that they are furious. More like, because it doesn't happen. That's not a problem for them. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I just want to share about. this, like, I don't know, because of international. Let's go into international. Go on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, okay. How to say? Yeah, maybe five. Years ago, interracial relationship might be something hard for someone to spot. We go to any malls, but I don't know. Maybe it's like the pregnant woman effect. Right? You know, when you are pregnant, you go outside. You tend to notice more pregnant women. You know, it's actually a, I would say, a phenomenon, right? So because I was, uh, my first ever crush was an Indian girl, but she already rejected me. And then um, after that, I got got into a relationship with a Chinese guy. I was with him for three years, right? We were like an interracial couple, but the issue was uh, he was gay. I was like, uh, not not confused. I was more like pansexual. I was attracted to him emotionally, but our sexual life wasn't that much lit because I couldn't uh, uh, handle a dick, you know, being bare right in front of me, from my face, right? So 
or demisexual. Uh, okay. So, uh, uh, how to say, I always, okay, if I'm in a relationship with someone, I, I'm, I'm the kind of guy who, who like to flaunt it, you know, I want to show the whole world like, hey, this guy or this girl, she's my girlfriend such boyfriend. And I want to be proud of it. But that was something that I couldn't be when I was with my boyfriend, right? And after that, uh, we broke up. And then the girl, no, the girl came into my life first. And then we broke up. She made me cut ties with my ex-boyfriend slash best friend. It was very painful. <laughs> but then uh, when I was with uh, my girlfriend, you know, you know, that was something of the norm. And everybody, if you're a guy, you're supposed to be the girl. And I can go to any public place, you know, and then I can be proud of my partner. Uh, but I don't know. I've never faced any issues, you know, with being in a interracial relationship. Yes, there will be stereotypes, but those problems will be probably from the family. Like, you know, oh, you you know, you're a Chinese, right? And going out with Indian boy, you know, Indian boys are dirty, right? They smell. And then what if they cheat your money? You know, all that stereotypes will come into play. Like if it's on my, on my parents' side, uh, they were very supportive and they actually were okay with the idea of me dating a Chinese girl that I was with a Chinese dude, right? Uh, they're okay. But then my other family members, they would tell me like, hey, you the Chinese girl, are you or Chinese girls are very materialistic, you know, she's only after your money. And if let's say you fail, she will leave you. And there's a very high chance that will cheat on you, you know? Ooh, but unsurprisingly, that was the truth. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's what actually happened to me. But, uh, but to me, after like meeting other interracial couples and interacting with them, I don't think it's no longer an issue in Malaysia. Basically, you can date anyone you want. If you see past the colors and the background, right, I think you can just date anyone as long as you know both of you are down with the idea of dating each other. Yeah, but don't let anyone around you say otherwise. Like if they tell you like, hey, don't let people stereotype or discriminate people just because of their skin color. Just because, um, Dark doesn't mean I'm dirty, doesn't mean I smell, right? Maybe I have poor, how to say, uh, maybe I have poor grooming skills. I don't take care of myself, yes. But those are things that, that can be improved. You can always slap on some perfume and deodorant. You can get rid of the problem, right? So, yeah, and not all Chinese girls are materialistic and they only go after your money. Say, and like Kadir said, not all Malay girls are horny as well. You know, that was so racial of me, man. This is of you. Uh, yeah, some girls that I, some Malay girls that I actually went out and spent time with, uh, they weren't that horny. Uh, but yes, there were some Malay girls that were super horny and they, they even had piercing on their nipples, you know. That was like, imagine Malay girls are wearing a kudo and then when you get into action, uh, the first thing you see after she takes out the clothes is like piercings on her nipples. I was like, wow, Malay girl, bro, you're supposed to be conservative, right? And then boom, that was like, totally blew my mind. <laughs> You had a mind okay, blowing that, that piercing. Yeah, but, yeah. So, so piercing is, is a thing. So, so you have a thing for besides ass, you have a thing for piercing as well. No, but it was more like something interesting that it was like, oh, okay. No, the idea it was like a fetish. Like imagine, uh, you always uh profile a Malay girl as a conservative woman, right? I mean, she wears tudo, she tutop or aurat, and then um. Uh, it's like it's like a sudden surprise, you know. Like suddenly she takes off her clothes, right? Boom, piercing on nipples, and they greet you like, "Come suck me," you know. I'm like, "Okay, I wasn't expecting that," <laughs> and it was a turn on for me. Fair enough, um, Kadir. 
what do you think about interracial relationship? Because I have never been into relationship. Like, like normally I don't get into relationship. I mean, <laughs> so yeah, I don't. I am the thing is, uh, interracial is good. So you can make more uh good babies, better looking babies. So yeah. <laughs> Other than that, wait, I don't. Wait, 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 wait. Interracial is good because you make good babies because what genetics mix and shit. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, fair point. Other than that, I don't know much about interracial. I don't know about interracial more because he had a relationship with a Chinese girl. So yeah. I know. Okay. Um. Personally, like. Um. Yeah. I mean, interracial is like, dude. When I was first dating my Malay girl, my Malay ex, right. I was scared she just to hold a fucking hand, dude. Like in like KLCC, and she found out so weird because she's a KL person. I'm a fucking sniper, dude. It was so scary, but um, I don't know. I feel like the taboo isn't there in like KL and stuff as much, but definitely like in the outskirts. And it's so it's hard to put this. It's but even even like even here in the UK, you know, like it's not as much, but it's still like, for example, um. I think watching Space Force, I saw this. Um, I read a combo of an Asian. Oh yeah. Pardon? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that Asian. Oh man my god. Yeah, yeah, Asian man. Yeah. The least statistically probable a combination, but it's the best. Apparently, it works the best, almost as yeah. cool. Yeah. Because of like the traits that work together, and I was like, wow, see, like, it's it's like. Why not? Do you know, like we're all human, anyways. Um, just go for it. <laughs> but um, on on the thing, dude, like piercings, definitely for me. Piercings and ink, like tattoos, <laughs> all day, every day. Anyways, um, before we go, I want to ask the girls, like, what is like when you, when you meet a guy, what's like the defining feature, sexual feature that you guys focus on, or don't don't give me his smell or his perfume or whatnot. Okay, those are all, yeah. Yes, Kasmini, go on. <laughs> Alright, um, first of all, a, like for me, if I see a person from afar, it's probably broad shoulders, a prominent jawline. Also, we have someone in the house. Um, <laughs> Only one, I think. Killer Broad shoulders, prominent jawline. I love when a guy smiles. Like his smile, if yes, it's like hot or not, you know. Mm-hmm. And okay, go ahead. You have to know, girls are very attracted to a guy's smell, especially you know when he walks past, and then that smell just stays, and we're just like, <sighs> you know. The why wow. I have different kinds. I've of seen. Okay, I've like, seen these comments quite sometimes, quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And another thing we look at is probably ass, because we have nothing else to look at. Uh. Yeah. Right. Okay, the type, I don't really have a type because for me, getting girl itself is very hard. Just so you know, Tina old because this guy is the master of texting. You know, one time she texted so many. That one so I use Kadir phone and then I help Kadir to text, not for me. <laughs> so yeah, 
for me uh, because of that and then for me anyone that can get along with me well is fine for me like the one can connect with me like so in that case i don't really uh, i don't really have a specific type and then about the interracial right interracial to be honest i secretly wish that i was born as a muslim because uh the the whisper app right like most of them are malay girls i be, i think i believe i get along with malay girls way more better than indians or chinese i i don't know it's like uh i feel more comfortable with them with malay girls because they get along with me well they connect with me some more like some even said that i wish you were a muslim so that i can have you as a boyfriend i was like Chai. wow <laughs> uh, i was like ada pochi bro ada pochi adi that but what's uh, the factor that makes you feel more comfortable with muslim girls than indians like what's the factor like there must be one thing or hmm? factor if you ask me i really don't know because i talk to very very less indian girls like my two best female friends are punjabi they are like you say they are killer they are not indians like what you say they are punjabis then then i do have few indian female friends we get along we we get along because uh, uh like how like we get comfortable because we are just friends so we can talk anything in the, the tamil jokes and everything uh, so, uh when it comes to like date someone or try try to date someone i've never really talked to many tamil girls because in whisper to be honest miss whisper doesn't doesn't have many tamil girls and whisper is the only place i can talk to girls because on tinder i don't get any match on bumble i don't get any match so whisper is the only app that we <laughs> we don't need any match stuff so i can just randomly text any girl and then it's totally anonymous so we talk first we'll see how we get along with each other and then i've noticed that most of them are malayals and i if you ask me i don't know i don't really know what's the factor for that it just happens like that i get along with them very well compared to in tamil and chinese girls i mean very few indian girls are in this world yeah, yeah. If, you look, if you look at demographics there are more obviously more malays than indians in malaysia and so it's bound to happen and i feel like tinash you get along with malayals more because you get to practice on them more compared to indian girls because if let's say you talk to 100 girls 90 of them are malays but the hell there's only two or three indians so you see 90 trial runs you know on malay girls and you've perfected wow. your techniques and then the indian girls are the you know the, the samples the sample size is so small it's like you did imagine a uh, experience of 90 girls and then two girls which one got more experience right yeah i'm going to use the arguments word i want to add on top of that <laughs> Right. One of this time, right, I was walking somewhere, right. So this person tell me this Naslima theory. Okay, Naslima theory works like this. Applies to everyone, right? So you eat the Naslima for the first time, right? You think that is the best Naslima ever in your life, and exactly. then you go to the second shop and eat the Naslima, right? You'll be like, wow, this is better than the previous one. But then you never know which Naslima is the best unless you try a certain number of shops until you go back to that one Naslima. which always tastes the best <laughs> so therefore you'll never know until you give a try to everyone i think 
that's probably you. Yeah, I, I used to call that a buffet mentality. You know, like when you go to a buffet, you eat the first dish, and then how do you know that's the best dish? You got to sample the dishes. But then I realized oh, that it made sound like oh. a girl. <coughs> so I just thought, like, like that that was the, the last thing you want to tell a girl. Like, yo, I feel like life is like, I got to sample the dishes, I got to sample them. It's not sample, more like, you devour it. <laughs> yeah, but no, but, but what can I say about Malaga? I don't think it's only about experience. I do agree experience, but um, I, I I can vibe with him in that in the sense that it's just easier to hang out with. It's just more clear, just more approachable. They don't judge you as much, you know. It's just comfy. I don't know why. It's just comfy, especially. Yeah, I'm I'm with Tinash on this man, and like yeah, the religion thing is definitely an issue. Like, and and to to yeah, I mean to add that to add on that, right? Like on Whisper, right? Like so, we are totally anonymous. So at some point, we can exchange pictures to see each other. Malay girls, they still talk to me after we exchange pictures, but Indians and Chinese, they just ghost me. They ghost me. They don't even reply. They, because we, most most of the Chinese, they want Chinese, so that's why. Not entirely. I said most, Adnan. I said most. I I didn't say all. Okay, please, don't gang gang bang me again. And but, and also uh, to end my. Yeah, sorry. No, no. Okay. Finish the basic rule. So something on Kuhn said. He said uh, Malaysians are easier to hang out and uh, the last judgment. I think it's more of an individual character thing rather than uh, to be generalized by race. I mean, there are Malays who are judgmental. There are Indians who are not judgmental. Menengah, right? 
uh, I was very good in class, our teachers like me. So the teacher chose me, they asked me to stand up and ask the class to name me, uh, name a characteristic of Arunan, right? And then my best friend, uh, Chibai, he stood up and said, Arunan's black. Everybody started laughing and I was like, okay, yeah, back then, you know, uh, I was a bit more immature, but then I kind of forgot that, you know, it's, it left a scar on me, right? And then I always felt that my, and somehow coupled with all the media influence, you know, where, you know, your mom will ask you to put on fair and lovely, and then you watch TV shows, every single time that'd be like this fair and lovely ad. And you know, like how we Indian people, right? We generally go for light skin color, light tone person, right? And if you're not light, if you're dark, if you're dark, you're unattractive. If you're light, you, or you are fat, you are uh, immediately attractive. You know, so I grew up something like that, and then I went for Indian girl, right? Uh, to me, I fell in love first sight, like you know, the midnight ladikarans and the chorus singing and all of that. It happened to me when I saw the girl. Yeah, all my friends know. They know that uh, what kind of girl whom I'm talking about. But uh, ultimately, she rejected me. I kind of like left a big scar on me, saying that okay, could she have you know uh, uh, rejected me because I was dark? You know, so I always had that issue so that kind of made me insecure when i was like approaching indian girls right because that's how we were brought up and then suddenly my whole views on skin color changed when i started like meeting like-minded people like you know people who can see me past my skin color and my appearance yeah i'm not, I'm not to say I'm, I'm ugly or something i do find myself attractive and handsome many people have stated that to me just that maybe i'm not my, i might not be a light in person and then you know my ex-boyfriend he used to find me extremely attractive and hot okay confidence boost and then my chinese girlfriend she used to find me sexy hot and attractive at the same time right so but every time i go back to an indian girl first thing they look at your skin color and they turn off and i'm like yeah is it like worth my effort you know i'm more than just my skin you know i have so many things going on like why can't you see all of that but the first thing you look and judge me is based on my skin color so that is what they were referring to. Like, like it happened to us before. Like we've been to many clubs and bars with a lot of uh, Indian, uh, Chinese, and Malays, right? I can easily walk up to any Chinese or Indian girl, talk to them, maybe, you know, get the number or befriend them, you know. But if it's Indian girl, uh, first thing you see me walking up to them, maybe it's a stereotype or something, I don't know. Uh, they'll be like, oh, you don't want love, bye-bye. You know, they won't even like lie on you or something. So my preference for a girl, right? Okay, uh, I don't know, love. I'm 25, guys. I'm not 22 or 21 like you guys here. 25. Um, I'm 22 either. Yeah, you're 23, right? 23. 20, yeah. Yeah, so I'm 25 this year. I'm turning 25 this June. Uh, so my preferences for a girl, right? Uh, I think I'm, I'm beyond that point of you know, looking at appearances. If I were to look for a girl, I would hope that she would be intellectual. I can have some decent conversations with her. If not, it'd be super boring, man. Or she, how to say, she must have a, I don't care if she has an ass or not, because I always know, even if you are born with a flat ass or you don't have any ass at all, present, period, you can always squat, work on it and make it perky, which is something you can't do with boobs, you know. Thank God I'm not a boobs guy, because as long as your A cup or bigger than me, I'm happy. Takkan like you're a girl and you have boobs like smaller than my boobs, huh? It'd be very painful because I've been through many girls, right? Some of them will comment, Hey, Arun, Aruna, your boobs are bigger than mine, you know. I shy. Oh, they're embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, yeah, that, if I ever look for a girl, I will see that she's uh, intellectual and at the same time she okay looking lah. If she's too ugly also, then I don't know, won't be too much for me. But if I can connect on her um, intellectually, then I'll be happy. S or an S? What about S? Is it a must? S, I told you already, it doesn't have to be a must because she can always work on it. Even if she doesn't have an S when I see her, but if I like her and then we click, right, I will drag her to the gym with me and we'll work our butts together. So she can have a pakeer butt. <laughs> but these books, unfortunately, if you want big books, right, you can't do anything except you do book job, lah, right? You can't just magically work out your way from A cup to C or D cup, right? You can't do that. But with S, you can. So that's an advantage for me as an S guy. Oh, if you get pregnant, then the boobs will go one cup size up. So. Yeah, but you, if you're an A cup, you can't expect my wife or girlfriend to have D cup, right? I mean, it only goes up by one cup. That one, you'll have to do additional stuff, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, Arun, so okay, so based on what you can find, great, thank you. Um, okay, so you've already got a partner, you've already, because she's got the ass, you got everything. Would you be okay sharing like threesomes or fours or foursomes? Would you? Would that be something that your future partner <laughs> would have to do or would be comfortable doing it with? Well, yar, the cake, seafood, get the cake. You're asking the seafood right here, threesomes. Okay, seafood, I said, I'm Yoda asking oh. the seafood. Yeah, Arun, go on. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> oh, okay. Uh, me, my ex-girlfriend, right? We were very adventurous, right? So I always cater. I'll try to cater to her needs, lah. Sexual needs is also inclusive. So one day she came to me and said, "Hey, you know, Arunen, I have this fetish. You know, I I like being washed when I am having sex with someone. It's like a fetish for her. You know, so it's called voyeurism, right?" And then it so happened at the same time I was chatting with someone, one of my long lost friends. I don't know how she suddenly became my friend on Instagram. And then she introduced me to this super exclusive, uh, how to say, uh, club in Malaysia. It's, okay, I'll, 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 you guys know it's called the uh, Under Table Asia. So the, link will, the link will be provided below. <laughs> so it's a super inclusive, uh, super exclusive. Uh, Website where you know uh, swingers, uh, threesome people, or people with a lot of fetishes, right? Especially in Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, uh, Philippines, and uh, yeah, those Asian countries, right? Uh, FPP involved, so they will have all these. Uh, how to say? Uh, damn, I, I, that's just one word. Okay, never mind, lah. So, so you can actually go to this website and you can approach other couples, like saying, hey, uh, I'm a guy, twenty-one. And then I have a Indian guy, 21, Chinese girl, 20. We're looking for other couples to have SRS. SRS means same room size. But you know, you can actually like chat up or look up to someone else who you might find interesting. And you guys can like talk with each other, set the date, and both of you like go and meet, have a dinner, and then you guys like choose a place you go to, then you do stuff. So it's not like swinging, but it's more like you have sex with your partner while they have sex with their partner, and you guys watch each other. And if you are comfortable enough, the next few sessions maybe you can do like, you know, uh, some touching and all this stuff. So that's what we did. I did with my ex. We did it twice. Uh, then I realized right, those two times I cannot get hard because there was another dick in the room. <laughs> 
so so yeah, it was quite it was quite frustrating because the other guy he was like doing her girl so well, and me I can't even get a hard on. The only time I got hard was him when he took a break to the bathroom. So when that one dick vanished from the room, then boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So even though that voyeurism was a thing for my ex, but he wasn't a thing for me. Like he wasn't a turn on to me because I was intimidated. Not to say intimidated, more like I was repelled with the idea of another dick in the same room as me fucking someone. But if it was just me, my girlfriend, another girl, maybe it would have been a good job or a better job. Oh, fair enough. Um, yeah. Sonia, how about you? Um, what do I think about orgies? Or like, like, like would, if you had a partner, would you be like, would you share, or and like also in, by extension, how okay are you with fetishes? Would you encourage it? Would you be like, would you try it? Would you not? Um, some fetishes are fine, like the normal, normal ones, reasonable ones. There are some weird ass fetishes, like peeing and shitting and all that kind of stuff and i'm like get, no, get, no. Get, get, get. yeah that's the line um but i i'm not really sure if i would like i think i would but like i have to just make sure that like it's safe in terms of like stis and stuff like that or like there are procedures being you know taken to ensure that you guys don't there wouldn't be any jealousy and stuff like Oh, there definitely would be jealousy for sure. But like, that's my thing to handle. Like, I wouldn't, like, I'll probably like tell my partner, like, I'm jealous as fuck. <laughs> and then we'll just like talk it out. And then, yeah. But like, I wouldn't like, because I'm jealous, I'm like, you're not going to be, you're not going to do that. Like, because then like, I would be stopping that person from doing something that they want. And like, who am I to do it? Because if the roles were reversed, and if he said like, I'm jealous, so I don't need to do this. I'd be like, fuck off. Like, who are you to tell me what to do? Like, I want to do it respect the fact that I want to do it so yeah I think that's how it works but I definitely like I definitely get jealous for sure like how do I not <laughs> but yeah that I just like tell him and then we'll be like okay let's just go do it together I guess like if we're both open about doing it then why not and if it's safe then yeah fair enough um Kosovo? okay I think uh I'm really okay with this threesome and August stuff but I think I'm a bit biased I think I'll prefer uh no, the extra one would be another guy rather than another extra girl. Wow. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. More, more, more action for the girl, man. Can you imagine? Yeah, two I mean, girls? I know it's unfair. Girls are good as well. Like, girls are good. It's like some good shit as Who well. Who was the urban term for it, huh? Angel and like, what's it called? What? The piece of, like, both guys are called. I mean, angel. Isn't it just oh. FFM and like FMM? Yeah, FFM or FFMM. Yeah. 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 Okay, you know, I prefer FMM or FMMM, like that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but not really, not extra girls. And yeah, but um, as well, I wanted to say that, I mean, I like that one. I know two separate couples doing their own business, but nearby on the same bed, I think that would be a good one. I think I would like to pursue that. I mean, that's like a totally new idea. Actually, I've never even thought about that, but I really yeah, like yeah. that. You, you'd be surprised if you look up the website, then you go and, you know, browse through it, right, the forum. You'd be like, what the fuck, Malaysia? <laughs> so advanced. I know, right? Dude, Malaysia had it even since like you know when <laughs> I don't know, like yeah. They had it last yeah. time as well. It's just that it's oh, a different oh method. God. You know, uh okay, just to be just to put it down like, because we're on the same topic, right? Sorry, Kostalia, I'm like cutting yeah. you off. Okay. You know, uh they have this thing called the uh, hash runs, you know. I found out I found this out through my ex-girlfriend's uh sugar daddy. You know those rich people, right? So oh, what happened was uh, oh, yeah, 
So what happened? <laughs> so what what happened was right. So they do this run called hash runs, H A S H runs, right? So basically, it's a exclusive club as well. Only certain people can join. Majority of them are Chinese for for some reason. So what they do, they will go around Malaysia, sometimes even to Indonesia, Thailand, and uh, I think the furthest they've been to is Philippines, right? So what they do, they go, they they run through tra trails. It can be like a jungle trekking session or like a five kilometer run or something. Before you run, you it's all those events are sponsored by a beer company. It can be either Tiger, Carlsberg, or Heineken. All of them are being sponsored by them. So before you run, you get yourself drunk. You run. After you finish your run, you get yourself drunk again, and then you guys have sex. There's such a thing in Malaysia, I know. And it's an exclusive club. And I only got to find this through my ex-girlfriend who was out with the sugar daddy. Yeah, dude. You see, wow. there is yeah. so many different things happening in Malaysia, which is not online based. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I, I definitely agree because like, my ex was very into like um, BDSM and as well as voyeurism. She got this real kink out of like, but she was still actually compared, unlike counselor, she actually preferred it being a female, female, male, because um, she was bi, but also she got this whole thing of like watching me like re really fuck another girl well, and then just being able to say, this is still my guy, you don't get to go back home with him. Yeah, she got a weird trip. Yeah. Real talk. <laughs> yeah. That's like, whoa, possessive. Yeah. <laughs> like a whole new level. <laughs> Yep, yep. Just, she, just be like, ah, oh, he's still mine. <laughs> <laughs> she got a real trip on her. Damn positive, eh? Yeah, but for you to crazy. Yeah. And like, um, but for me, the threesome, I've done a lot of threesomes. I've actually had a few orgies as well. I'm, some people in this call have been part, have, some people in this call have been part of those orgies. Um, I wonder who. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> um, we're, but, it was it was a fun time in my life. Um, would I do it again with a new partner? I think it all depends on the partner. My previous partner was very, very into it. So like how Arnon said that like, he bought his girlfriend a vibrator and stuff. Like, we had two, we had whips, we had different kinds of cat or nine tails, we had we had a whole collection. Like, you know the three shades of grey, the room you walk in, like yeah. We, all, we didn't have that much, but we had almost everything. Like, we had a formal horse, we had chains, um yeah, like, like a lot of shit. Yeah, it was a lot of yeah. It, was it was interesting i guess uh from on british british side we did find a few malaysia extremists uh fucking the same but uh, compared to you I, I mean for me it was more of a competition like for me like okay there's another dude in the room i i'm gonna be the biggest alpha here you know like i'm just gonna put this dude to shame man like i'm gonna pull out all the stops i don't care this is a workout bro <laughs> do you know what i mean um but yeah that was my but definitely malaysia is already open but would I be okay sharing um, if it's just another guy? I did get a conversation. You know what? It's fine. Like, because if it's just physical, yeah, it's fine. But if that's the kind of shit you want to have, you know? But again, it took my, me and my ex, like, what, four, you know, only in a fourth year or third year to be start, you know, like, actually, like, exploring the other sides, you know? All the other times was caused during truth or there when you're drunk as fuck with your friends, you know? Um, with my new partner, would I be willing to do that? Willing to share? It's one whom I know for a fact I'm gonna marry. I guess so if she's into it, you know. But it's a it's a journey that I do like taking with my partner. I want to go on this journey with as long as there's no, there's no scat involved. And so the, the the I guess the PSA to Malaysians would be that someone has a fetish, if you have a fetish, don't be 
afraid to say it to your partner. If you are afraid that you can't say it to your partner, I guess that's a red flag right there that you can't communicate well. Um, but yeah, passing back, I pass it to Has- Hasbini. He's been wanting to say something for quite a long time. Huh? Yeah. What about you? Um, personally, I don't know. I don't think so. I'm a very I although I can control it, I'm a very jealous girl. And what's mine is mine, girl. You better back off. So, but if he's loyal to me and like emotionally only loyal to me, and he wants to go out and be adventurous, macha go, leave me alone. I'll I'll probably be like with a book curled up at home. Once you're done, come back. Wow. Okay. So. You are completely fine. If so, you do get the difference between emotional and physical. So you're completely fine as long as you know that this dude is just emotionally with you, but just the kind of like person who just needs to get to be wild or whatever, and you'll be fine if like he's like, you know, what, I'm gonna go do this, but I'm gonna still gonna come back to you. But you're not. Yeah, really I mean, like, it should be fine because like, how am I gonna tell a person no if he wants to do it? If I want our relationship to be strong and he wants something, I have no right to stop him. It's what he wants to do, like like what Sonia said. If I want to do something, you don't tell me what to do. I'm the boss of me. You're not. Wait, so like, what do you mean by emotionally loyal then? He comes home. Let's say like we are in a really serious relationship, like about my fiance about to get married. You know all that shit. You come back to my. You come back and sleep next to me. You don't go sleep with another woman, as in like emotionally. What if you accidentally sleep? So that means you already emotionally broke your loyalty. Is it? Wait, wait, that means if you accidentally slap over there and he tells you the next day, dude, your fiance or your wife or whatever is letting you go and sleep around, and the one thing you gotta do is come back home, like not sleep over, like come on, dude, that's not even a hard thing to keep up with, like just fucking get back home. Hard thing, na? Chalat ko unnu me thiri le, khatu tarre, kanna hai na? Think about it, right? You may be fucking like late at night, so. Yeah, yeah, this but that's that's not cool, right? You're already getting this much yeah. of rope. Like, just don't. You're already getting like an inch. Don't get asked for like. Why? Why should you like that? Like, like you have to like always be on alert. You know, like there's one thing. Yeah, yeah, but but. Why don't you feel that? It's easy. Cause no, like, because emotional loyalty, right? Is so ambiguous. It's like okay, I ask for one thing, come home at night. That's it. Yeah. So, but then emotional loyalty doesn't correspond to just that, right? There's a lot of things involved. No, not really. It's just like I give you what you want. We we given the ah like polygamy with some rules. No, it's not polygamy. Mm. I mean, it's it's a bit manly. If he wants to do it physical, he really wants to do it. How much I've like spoken to him? Okay, you know what? I prefer us to be like just us, and you know that kind of thing because I'm not into it. And he's like, no, I want to do it. Later on, I don't want it to be where I want to do something, and he's gonna be like, you stop me from doing this. Now I I don't want you to do this as well because you stop me. I also have the right to stop you. So like I don't want to be stopped, get it? Yeah, but if you do that, doesn't it defeat the whole purpose of you know the relationship? Because you're only doing it as an excuse for the next time you do so you do something that he doesn't want you to have. No, it's about else. understanding. It's entirely about understanding on a different level. You know, you know, there's a very high chance when you let your guy go sleep around other women, right? I mean, he's getting a taste of a lot of other cuisines out there that he has never tasted. What if one day he says, "You know what? My nasi lemak at home is not good. I like this nasi lemak a lot. I'll slowly I like that. stop going to <laughs> Yeah, 
Uh, I totally understand. No, I totally understand where you're coming from because I've been through the exact same experience. Because imagine uh, I've been, you know, accommodating and uh, meeting, trying to meet all the demands of my ex-girlfriend, and you're out there working, trying to make money, right? And suddenly one day while you're at work, she messaged you saying that, "Hey, uh, uh, I saw I, I saw this ad online, and you know they're kindly letting." Uh, uh, college students, especially girls, to get free membership on the Sugar Daddy website. I want to try a Sugar Daddy so that, you know, I can make money, blah, 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 and I can support you as well. And then you um, again. Wait, I was going to say something about school support. Uh, Sugar Daddy, no, okay. No, I was going to say, would you guys be okay? But I recently, like, feel, feel like this whole controversy came up. Of, like, you know, do you guys know about OnlyFans? Like, OnlyFans? Yeah. Huh? No. You can see so, how the girls fuck someone else. Okay, not really. OnlyFans is like Instagram models and stuff, right? Who post posts are really sexy and shit. You can then go and subscribe to the OnlyFans account where you supposedly get exclusive content. Like you pay for news. But some OnlyFans accounts, the girls just post like the same shit that they post on Instagram anyways. Because all these guys who are called Sims who just follow her and actually pay what $9.99 monthly dollars to just get pictures that she might just post on Instagram. So Lately, I've been like, you know what? If my girlfriend had an OnlyFans account and like I knew what she was posting, you know, I would, I would, I would, I wouldn't mind because it's just all these fucking idiots who are just paying, you know, to see her in a bikini. So what? You know, it's money, bro. Uh, but which brings me to the topic of simping. Like, do you guys, do you girls like find a guy who's a simp attractive? But it's such a trending thing. Who's a what? Who's a simp? Who's that? You know how to simp? You have to, you have to explain that. I think Arnav, you can explain simp better than me. <laughs> okay, let me right. Uh, simp was u- originally used as a term to refer to a silly or a foolish person, right? Uh, that was back in the olden days, but currently it's a trending word where you use it on a how to say over over. Needy plus over caring guy. Like, you know, if a guy spends all his time and energy taking care of you and he's like super nice, super sweet, he's not like super alpha, but uh, you know, he's a sweet guy, cute guy, yes, but you don't get that. Uh, you know that he's always an option because even if you reject him a thousand times, a thousand first times will still come back to you. So, you guys understand what I'm trying to say? So, that's, that's what you call a sink. Like, you know, let's say you are dating a bunch of guys. And then there's this one guy who is in the backup. You know, you know for a fact that no matter if you if you fuck like ten guys, this this guy will always be there for you. It's like a rebound because he's such a nice guy. Nice guy is a simp. Bad guy is a hot guy. You guys understand? Like pimp, you know. You oh, then he generalizes as fuck. But yeah, but pimp is like manly. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. The P, you add the S, you're a simp. You know, like there's many guys out there. I'm a simp for what's the girl's name again? Right. Kendall Jenner, I'm a sim for Nicki Minaj, you know, I will do anything to get her or like, I will do anything for her, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a slave. Kind of like the male version of submissive, kind of, yeah. What, what, what do you girls think about it? So, I mean, there's a ton of sims, like, supposed sims. Um, like a desperate guy. Yeah. Well, that's nice to hear of, because, like, if I ever wanted a slave, like, I know where to find you guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, oh. like, I think, uh, I don't know if like, like, it depends though, like to what extent are they willing to like do things or like, how much are they willing to give? 
Because they say like they give anything. Yeah, that's basically Steve. He'll give everything and anything to you to make you happy. And what does he want in return? Your love. Nothing. Just you. Just, just all he wants to Yeah, because it seems like, like I said, they, they, yeah. they'll pay, they'll do. I just like, they, like for cam girls, right? Cam girls who are just you can watch porn. Okay, which is like shot in HD and shit for free, or you could pay nine ninety nine a month to watch some girl talk to you on the cam. But there are enough dudes out there who are paying for it, you know? Because wow. it's, yeah, it's 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 a real thing. Like it's it's which is why I was if my girlfriend wanted to be a cam girl, would I really mind? Like hey, that that conversation actually happened between me and my ex from. I told her it was alright, but then when she when I asked her like, will you be okay if uh, uh like will you be okay? I asked her straight like, what if suddenly this one guy is paying you this huge amount of money and he wants to do you he wants you to do stuff naked like you know put something inside your vagina or something or like masturbate? Will you do that? And she would she said yes if it's a big amount of money I'll do it. You know? It's adventurous. Huh? Yeah. No, but that's when you know. Things started getting how to say uh, complicated between me and her. Like that was like the first thing because she's always trying to make money, and you know how in this time of uh, this time, right? I mean, women can actually sell their body for money. It's like the fastest way you can earn money. Like for guys, you if you are, I mean, you compare guys and girls market. Girls obviously have more you market. You can't than sell dicks to earn money, lah. Basically. Yeah, yeah, but you can sell boobs and ass for money, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> I thought they have gigolos. Is it gigolos? Am I pronouncing it? Yeah, right? but yeah, but it's a very niche market. Not everybody hires a gigolo. Like even if even if you compare the statistics, right? For every one gigolo, I think there's like a hundred or a thousand girls or something. You know. Stat, actually, uh, um, actually, I was offered a job as a gigolo while while in the UK. Pretty good pay. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it was pretty good pay and everything, but at the time I did I said no out of moral reasons. Would I say no now? I don't think so. Like the pay was. Wait, are you literally considering your moral release from just now? You're just asking like, can you go? Would I say no? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. I I've been questioning my morals for a very long time, and I've I'm very aware that you know they adapt and change over time. You know, as I think about. Um, Think about um, would I be okay with this with this new information? How am I processing it? You know, because obviously I didn't process it before with this new information that I know or feel this way. So yeah, I'm also technically in a very mellow state right now. So I'm in a very like questioning state as well right now. I'm super mellow right now. But yeah, but don't you feel that you know your your self worth is being how to say uh, on the on it's being jeopardized at the moment like. Don't you have like a self worth or a dignity? Like yeah, no, think, those like, those were my arguments. My those my arguments at the time for not taking a job, dude. It was like four thousand quid a month plus like benefits and shit. And like she didn't even look that half bad. All I had to do was like company and shit. And it's like yeah, but that was also those for those reasons is why I said no, you know, um, because yeah, so of the dreams that I have and everything. It just felt like a very shortcut way or like something. It's like. It's like, I don't know, it just felt like not living out the potential or taking a shortcut, which I just didn't want to. Exactly. That's, that's, I, I share the same views as you. That is when I thought, you know what, if she feels that 
he can take the shortcut, make a lot of money, then I don't think we're suited for each other, you know? That's why my views on women change. Now I look for more intellectual ones where oh, I know for cute. a fact to go in. I think both of you are talking to each other. Right? I want to know what the woman's supporting. Yeah. Sorry, girls. I can be very talkative. <laughs> I don't think it's a shortcut because you're actually putting a lot of effort in that. And it's also a kind of a job. If you ask me, if they're giving you good money, you I think don't, go. It's you, not a shortcut. It's obviously not a shortcut. It takes a lot of responsibility. It takes a lot of effort. A lot of taking things exactly. maybe like as though you like a person. And I think it's nothing to do with self-worth also. I mean, we don't put a self-worth there. Yeah, I think you don't have to judge yourself with like, oh my god, I'm being evil, so you know what, myself is no, I think you don't judge like that. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, putting your, what do they say? You know, but forget it, I forgot the word, it's okay. Yeah, that if thing, I think, no, like, for example, right, no. being a chemical engineer is a bullshit job, right? I would definitely think <laughs> it's just because think about it, the self worth only comes from media, right? Saying that this job is a disgusting job because you should not sell your body or whatever. But then the demand is there. What's wrong if they did do it? As you say, like it's just another job. Like, why do you have to put in self worth and all this stuff, right? And like make it confusing and all that shit. But, yeah, you're right. I just find it. I just find it hypocritical because if you if you're saying that it's nothing related to self worth, right? Then why are you so ashamed about it? You can be public about it. What? Like, hey, I I make money through cam shows. Yeah. Uh, and I'll share about it on YouTube and Facebook. Please follow me and subscribe. Why don't? Definitely. I mean, that was that was the issue that I had with the person I was I was with last night. But then it's illegal in Malaysia. You can't do it. <laughs> it's like it's like showing you who you are, basically. It's like you don't have to go go public about everything you do. I mean, it's just your personal choice. Like, and also, this, you know, about, like here in UK, it's much like more like commonly talked about, probably than like Malaysians know each other. You know? And nobody likes people commenting on you know what they're talking and stuff. So it's okay, keep it private or keep it public. It's totally up to you. But there's nothing to do with self worth. And also, this thing I read like. Because prostitution is one of these oldest human civilization job. When they had nothing service to provide or nothing, they only could do with prostitution. I think we should respect that as well. Yeah, dude, yes, we are very I, 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 for legalized prostitution on this show. Like, yeah, we feel like should I would be a pro prostitute. What? What? Yeah, They're solving a lot of problems, man. They're solving a lot of problems, like you know, yeah, they no, money just yet, regulate but... it and tax it, and then have like proper like you know laws for it. Because um, elites has is one of the only. This is the UK where the council has legalized prostitution. They get so much money out of taxing it, you know. Amsterdam, for example, like they're going to do it anyways. Might as well like make sure the women are safe, it's regulated, and the, the yeah. public gets money out of it, you know. So this is why, why, why are you going to... And, and you also get to prevent all the illegal immigrants and also you get to prevent people being trafficked into prostitution. Like so many problems are solved. Same with like legalizing weed, you know. Like... Why? Like, you, why, can't, why? You, can't, you can't you you can't legalize weed because if you do that a lot of people will be losing a lot of money. What kind of people? Like big pharma? Yeah, like I mean that's one of their I mean that's how they pick big money, right? Imagine something like that gets to be readily available to public. Do you think it will affect their market a lot? No, see, uh, definitely losing that's a lot of money. Fun fact we should bring up because, like, even in California, in the US, where weed was legalized, or say states where it was legalized, um, the weed business is actually being run by the same people, by the drug dealers and the cartels and everything. Just that now they can do it legally, you know, and they're actually locking weed. out, yeah, people who were. But anyway, talking about legalizing weed, legalizing. I, 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 I digress. You know, um, 
I wanted to bring back before we wrap up, I wanted to ask one last question to the ladies. Um, then we can call it a day. So, um, but in the, in the sense of like guys, you have to take what four guys here and you have three ladies here. Just ask them like the most common questions that you, you would have wanted to know as a teenager or a young adult girl in Malaysia. Assume you're a young adult girl in Malaysia who's a virgin who is going to have sex for the first time or doesn't know much, has not been taught much about sex education. What would you have liked to know? Or when you had first had sex, what do you, what would you have liked to know before you entered into your first? Wait, is, is oral sex bad? Kausalia, Sonia, Aswini? Oh, um, bad as in like, what do you mean? Like disgusting, I don't know. No, not at all. It's one of like the nicest way to do things, I think. Nice. I like it. Wait, but, wait, but it goes both ways, right? It goes both ways. No, okay, it's not just one side. It goes both ways. Like Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm okay you, with it. I'm completely good with it. Yeah, guys generally are okay with it. <laughs> what do you mean? But I do know a few girls who like they'd ra- they they rather it being done on them and they don't particularly like doing it for or to the guys. Hi. For a number of reasons, I guess. Um I don't know if that's preference or I don't know why, but like I my preference pers- because I met the opposite to like literally like yesterday, you know, she was like I don't like people going down on me, but I love going down on the dudes, you know? Mm. Every day you've been you girls, huh? huh? <laughs> <laughs> I threw a party yesterday, so I met people, okay? Like, I actually socialized. Okay. That's okay. okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um, what do you think? Kasuya? Oh, yes. Uh, yes, I... Okay, what was the question? Okay, but I was like saying, yes, I prefer oral sex and... If both are okay with it, with both consents, I think it's fine. And I actually prefer oral sex. I'm crying right now. I'm crying. <laughs> oh my god, the world. Maybe I'm not beating the right girls, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Arme. <laughs> but yeah, there's of course, this hygiene matters. Like, uh, you know, if, if I perform it, like, you know, I brush twice after that or something. <laughs> Like, you know, this hygienic things comes in. Yeah. And yeah, I, I make sure if someone's going on me, of course, I, I make sure it's hygiene and it's clean and stuff. It's fine. But before Hasmini goes, like, guys, if a girl goes down on you and then you don't want to kiss her, like, fuck you, dude. Like, like yes, yes. What the fuck? No, bro. Yes. No, you yes. don't. Yes. Yes. Tell me. Yeah. You Who doesn't? Yeah. First of all, it was your <laughs> thing that you went on. So, you know what? You should but, kiss. Okay, so I actually spoke to a couple of girls and guys. Um, my best friend, she doesn't, like like what Kohan said, um, she doesn't like when guys go down on her, but she likes going down on guys because somehow she, she told me that she likes the pleasure she gives him. She mm. yes. that she's in control. She yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, but go on. Yeah, oh I've heard, I've heard that listening so many times. Like, I control you. Like, you think that a girl giving head is not being submissive, but no, she's like, she's got your whole life in her hands, man. Yeah, yeah bro. <laughs> <laughs> she's out if she wants. 
One wrong squeeze and you're done for. Exactly. What the fuck? Right, and I've also met guys who've actually told me like, yeah, once they go down on like a girl, they um they don't mind kissing the girl, but once the girl goes down on them, they don't want the girl to kiss them. Like, bro, why your dick that bad shape, ah? Uh? <laughs> like, why? No, that's not the way. That's not right. So don't do that, guys. It's a turn off for girls. Yeah, Kadir, okay. we still sit down. We're talking to you, okay? Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck, Kadir? Say hello to all viewers. Don't do that. Yeah, dude. Like, come on, man. If a girl goes down on you, like, yes. But also, but to be fair, I was, I, the other thing is, I mean, one of the girls mentioned yesterday was that um, generalization that most Asians tend to be bad in bed, or most Asian girls. Here's this girl, Asian girl, telling me that most Asian girls are bad in bed. And like they don't know how to give head, they don't know how to, or like here's something I experienced. Like the guy that does the work for like one and a half hours, but then the girl just rides for five minutes and she's like, "I'm tired, I'm done." Like what the fuck, dude? Like I know, sweating and shit in here, man. Like I did yeah, whole yeah, cardio very, workout. It's very bad in Malaysia, bro. So humid, you know, even with aircon <laughs> on. Yeah. yeah, I'm like fucking like my abs are you know like fucking hurting and shit. I just want like five minutes of you driving me, and then you're like, "Tired," you know? I'm like, "What the fuck?" You know, which is something like I, and I, that's why I get the appeals of when my friends who come over to the UK, then they're like, when they like, you know, they go for like white girls, they go for like um, black girls. They're like, "Yeah, I can't go back now," because like, I love the effort they put in as well. It's an like equal effort, you know what I mean? So that's how this is another PSA to like Asian, but then Asian women, I guess, that's a thing they're saying, so prove them wrong, you know? But Akhil, what would your question be? What? Oh, uh, don't know. This seriously, don't know. <laughs> okay, um, Kuhn had a question. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. About um, why Indian girls act so bitchy in a club? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yes, so, so, is not the wrong Indian girls. <laughs> yes, I would highly say that. <laughs> That's one. Another thing is, I don't go to clubs, but I've heard stories of it, and I am actually guilty of this because if I do not know you and you DM me on Instagram, I'd be a total bitch, honestly, because um, generally most guys they like Indian guys they come off as karate. Girls don't want that. So like how um Arun you said that um sometimes your darker skin once you once you show your picture and all that they don't want to like talk to you anymore right they just ghost you it's because uh, these girls that was Tinash that was Tinash like get that lah you'll be it's okay continue <laughs> sorry okay so yeah Tinash you said that right it's because um generally lah like, what most Indian guys have done. Is they're all these current matchers on the bike who come? They speak to you. They're like, "Hey, let me." They barely know you. They just, "Hey, come on, give me your number." Within a few days, they're like, "Yo, you want to be with me?" Everything. And then if you say no, because obviously you're going to say no. You don't know this dude, and they're just going to be like, "Oh, you're stupid. You think you're so pretty, is it? You bloody ugly, and and you think what? You can get a lot of guys, is it? Why are you being such a bitch to me, huh? You think other guys are going to come and date you, is it? You think you're that pretty, is it? You damn ugly, lah. This lah, that lah." personally got an attack like that just because i told a guy no i do not want to give him my number so generally we just don't talk 
like we just like we do not want to get ourselves into a mess like that and mess ourselves up. Yeah. So we're just what, like I agree. no, we just don't I want to. I blame Tamil movies. Today was the perception of Indian men as karat. What is that? You know, you're being like guys like you guys who are actually intellectual and everything like that. But then it's not, you're still karat. <laughs> that's what you're trying to put up here. So tiny time, come on lah. What can be more karat than that? Exactly. I'm trying to prove that you can be karat and you don't have to be a douchebag. Mm-hmm. You see, but most guys out there portray themselves as douchebags. So when they get let down by a girl, they throw out harsh words to them, and these girls just don't want to get, you know, they just don't want that. So altogether, they just walk. This guy's gonna give me trouble. They just generalize. They're just like, what? No, there's a nope. Yeah, uh-huh. there you have. Okay. Because of those guys, I don't get any chances. Maybe your Tinder is a little pimp, you know, like, you know how, how they used to have, like, pimp up my right? Probably you need, like, pimp up my Tinder account. You just need better pictures, a better, a better, like, you know, like, a better, what's description? What would make a guy's what what would a guy have to do on his Tinder profile to make you swipe right? That's actually an important question. Is enlightened. Broad shoulder and fucking six pack. What else? No, I don't believe. Yeah. Like no matter what you say, right? No, dude. That's how media portrays a guy. No, honestly, I feel like if you put pictures of yourself and just when you swipe, you don't get that many likes. No, you don't. People actually think of you as douchebags. You know, if you just post a picture of you, they're just gonna be like, oh, okay, this guy he he acts like he has a good body. He acts like he's all that. He's not gonna be all that. His brain is gonna be the size of a pea. So yeah, that's the that's that's the preconceived notion that I had. Come on, talk to me if you guys want girls. I can help. Oh, I know why. Cause you don't get matches. So okay, so look like like what would as many since your experience on this. So what would a Tinder or Bumble profile for what would I? I don't have Tinder. I don't have Bumble. I don't believe in dating apps. I'm sorry. I I clap for you. I clap. I don't believe in dating apps. Dinesh, I got 20 messages. I think you should tell me in English. More ready. Wait, wait. How much 20 am bro? 20. A day. Ah. For me, 20 is so big day. I don't know. I believe, I believe in the approach where you text the guy or the guy texts you or, or that kind of thing. I don't believe in swiping just because of his face. But then the moment Indian guy texts you, right? We just ignore them. Oh my god. No. No, it depends because you see, some girls have innovation. They know. They just know whether the guy's gonna give you problems or not. Yes, we know. And you know what? You can actually judge by their name. You know, the Facebook name, Instagram name. You can actually, I actually judge them by that. Like, you should put your name. You don't put Machai Tetare or something. You know what? I'm not even gonna say reply hi to you. Like definitely, I'm not gonna reply. You don't put zero eight. You don't put zero yes. four. I really judge by that. And you coming to Tinder, you don't yeah, bro, bike. I'm 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 going to change my name to Machai Brown Boy Zero Eight. Hey, hey, I have a question. My name is just Kadir Ambalagan, but when I text girls, 
I just DM girls to, through Instagram. I don't get any reply. Why is that? Because you suck at the texting game, bro. Hey, that, I should just like, say hi. Okay, you can't. Okay, you can't just say a hi like that. I no, reply your story something. Yeah, they're gonna think of you. It's reply your story. Yeah, Kadir, Kadir, do you know how oh, many guys say hi to them? Are you coming and texting me like this, telling me hi? Why you know me? The so hi is like pedo, la, pedo Indian uncle guys. Those are the ones who says hi. How are you? Yeah, exactly. She reply your story and start up an intellectual conversation, maybe. You're sexy. Mmm, sexy. Just very sexy on your picture. The fire emoji. Yes. Don't do it. No, I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't. Okay, this is the best or fire emoji or whatever. No, like, no, Kadi. This is like the easiest, the easiest approach. Okay, like mm-hmm. what I feel is the easiest to talk to like guys or girls or anything. You see their story, you just reply. You reply, yes. and they'll they'll text back. Then you probably be like, oh, um, what are you doing now? And then they'll text back, and then you you'll be like, oh, um, where you at? Like this kind of thing. Not like where you at is in like you want to come here and get in my pants. No, more like, oh, what are you doing? Like, what do you study? This kind of things. You know, you have to be like intellectual from the start. Wait, yeah, I told this so many times to you, and then you still don't ask. <laughs> oh no, some girls when I reply them to the, their story or whatever, they don't reply back. They just see It's just me, not uh, worth your time, Kade. Okay, that's good. I read somewhere uh, that even though how much you try and they don't respond, they're just not worth your time. Just move on. Try another mm-hmm. girl. Maybe maybe through another girl, she's nicer, she's sweeter, she's more your type. Rather than mm-hmm. some bitchy girl who doesn't reply. Even though you've tried to be sweet, you've tried to be nice. Only I one girl replies. You don't listen, right? Yeah, listen to a girl, Kadi. Come on. Maybe no, the thing is, I, like, no. you know, I got a girl that replies everything when mm-hmm. I, I mean, when I DM or whatever. Arna knows, Tinash knows. I think who knows. What the Australia girl? Have you got ah, the name? Sole, Allah ti sole. Irkur Allah. What's your name? Her name rhymes with Arnan, no Arnan, please. I don't even want to guess. Arnan, you tell the name, I'll tell everything. No, okay, okay. Your that's boyfriend, not, your girlfriend. That's not low names, that's not low covers, okay? Yeah, no names, bro. Our issue here is Kade is not getting the girl he wants. Alright? Yeah, Kade, you have a guru now. Have, have you gotten her number? I got him. I know her for three years. Have you WhatsApp her? Have you called her? Have you asked her, let's go for a coffee? Uh, every single... Uh, Day I'll go lunch or dinner with her before bro, this. Like, macha, you bro zone. No, no, no. You just friend. 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 friend zone. She just wants to be friend. Friend, friend zone. Friend zone. Friend zone. Friend zone. That's it. No, before, before. Oh, this, you're the sweet guy, guy, maybe. Yeah, you're the sweet guy. Is it the sweet? You're the sweet guy. Oh my god. Oh, let me let me uh you know okay elaborate elaborate two years before she had a boyfriend so after that she moved to overseas study she's studying there now she said she's not interested in any relationship she wants to concentrate on her studies wait 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 that's bullshit trust me before this, no, before this, there was a guy who was interested in me. I told him, no, I'm not interested in a relationship, you know, that kind of thing. The day after I got in a relationship with another guy. Very level. It's fun. It's fun. Super, super level. No, no, it's <laughs> just something girls say, as in, 
Like they don't want to tell you I'm not interested in you, you know. Yeah. What do you want to say? Oh my god. Yeah, that's the thing. Because they're nice, they're kind. They don't hurt anyone. Just the way you're doing, sitting there shaking like find someone else. Hiya! I can't find. I don't know how to find someone else. I can't, you know, make my time, you know, uh, work. You were dating a girl, okay? You broke up with her because you still had feeling for this pregnant girl. No, no, no. The reason was because she was Chinese. Pregnant, pregnant. Sita, Martha. After after this, I'll tell you the name after the recording. Chill. I would join a tangent. Tell the name. சூட்டு முறையா அங்க கவுத்திரு பக்கத்துல இருக்க வந்து செஞ்சு விட்டுருவேன் எனிவேஸ் எனிவேஸ் லெட்ஸ் கண்டினியூ गाइस we have but no any other question yeah i mean kadir shit i'm still on kadir shit right um the girl they talk to you whatever okay i i agree with her first minute that's her one else you know find someone who's who's attentive at time but relating on that dude how about guys this the girl is gross or anything right what if say you've been talking to a girl for some time Okay, and she's like, she's interested in you, but she wasn't interested in you. I mean, like, it's like she's not. She's after all this time, she's still unsure. It's like she's not able to say a direct no, but she's still like unsure whether she wants to date you or not. I think she's in that that category, lah. Yeah. Okay. Pregnant. Honestly, if she's in that category, why would you want someone who's unsure of what she wants? Because I'm, I'm itself unsure. What she wants. Oh, If but, you are unsure, why you want to be with her? Okay, maybe know. you know what? You can wait as long as you can take. Uh, you can wait as long as you want. But once after a long period of time, she says no. Do not blame her. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, she, do not blame her. If you want to wait, it's totally up to you. you know what? Because you love her more, might be she's in an unsure phase. Yes, wait, go on. But if she says no, I end up wait. Do not blame her because it was your choice. Because But if you're willing to wait, do wait. No harm in waiting. Hold you on, you know, Kadeh. She did not lead you on. She did not yes. tell you. Um, give me some time. I will give no, you an answer. Understand. You know, she did not say things like that. All she said was she was unsure. So she did not lead you on. You waited. It was your choice. Don't blame her. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 fair enough. Fair enough. Um. So, but okay. Yeah, I guess ultimately, like, if you choose to wait, if you choose to put in effort, that's up to you. Um. But don't blame her. Like, cause yeah. No, no, I don't. I don't blame her. No, I'm, 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 I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm the guy who. No, no but I, I never thought he was blaming, blaming her. No, no if it, it, where was this happening? So no, this is the epitome of being a simp. At least. Arnen, you know, Arnen, you just name me. Okay, I can come. I can photo you. Shut the fuck up. Wait, I think Kuhan was just asking for Kuhan's sake, right? You weren't asking for Kadir, right? கேள்வியை Uh, I I don't know I don't have any question I guess. No but okay if, if when you were a kid or when you were younger what would you have wanted to know or when the first time you had sex what would you what would what would you have wanted to know about a woman or something that you feel that guys just don't know or your friend circles they just don't know and they should know it's the whole point of us doing this podcast although it's funny and comedic having a chill session the ultimate idea is sex education. Yes true. Uh I have- 
You can watch it on Pornhub. It's it's up. Yeah, it's okay. Stream. Yeah, it's streamed. I think yeah. AMA is yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Um. Wait. Before we, um, we lost. We haven't heard Hasmini tell about answer Arunan's question. But just for the girls, yes, please answer my question. Asking you guys as well what questions you would have like wanted the guys to know or something the guys always do and you want to figure out why guys do this or something like that. Just just be prepared as well. Right. Okay, um, back to the question. I think um, Sonia and Kalsalia have actually covered it. Consent, body language, communication, and make sure she's comfortable. That's, yeah, obviously it. And I don't have questions for you guys. I mean, like, I, I don't know the these, so. No, what questions would other girls usually have? See, you're, you're representing oh. women everywhere now. Hello? Oh, yes. hmm. Oh wait, there's this thing where like spit or swallow. Some guys actually like like, <laughs> like like to see the girl swallow and stuff, you know? But like the girl doesn't like to do it or like some girls like to spit, like some girls don't like to I, I think I would like to ask something on what Arnon asked. I think there's a misconception that only the first time is painful. So when you leave a long gap and when you go again, it's painful again. Oh definitely. So, think it should be yes. always cautious because it's not only the food. <clears throat> no, yeah. it can get that pain. Can... Exactly, what you're saying is true because it's a muscle, it's a, it's a elastic muscle which can, you know, uh, become tightened after a long time if it's not being used, right? That is why I emphasize on the fact that you should always use loop regardless of foreplay or not when you're having sex. That is my advice to all the boys out there. Boys, loop it up. It's essential yeah, in sex. Like, you can buy like tingling which adds like whole other level of pleasure. And that shit is lit, man. Like it makes us yeah. tingle and stuff. Yeah, like, uh, it, it, can, it, it can be either water-based or oil-based, but if it's me, I'll go for water-based because water -based, you can easily, better, yeah. Yeah, easily. I think out. it's also like important to be aware that like, because I've had a few, a few actually no, like one or two of my friends who like they actually experience pain every time during intercourse, and that's actually a condition called vaginismus. So it's just like yes, yeah. your the vagina is just like. Constrict the moment you have anything penetrated and it's just excruciating oh, okay. pain. But the thing is, like some girls don't actually. So she like she one of my friends was like she just wore off sex. The other one was like I just tahan through the pain as long as I can. And I'm like, no, like tell him like you're hurting. Like don't do that to yourself. So I think like that. But I think it's also because <clears throat> another thing like the guy should be aware is also like because I was so confused like. 
did he see you? Like, were you in pain or were you just like stone cold? Like, I'm not going to show any emotion. <laughs> like, honey, say something. And I think like being like guys being aware of like how vaginas work and all these possible things that could happen and vice versa. Like girls should also like know the delicate stuff about a, a, a penis, you know, like circumcised, uncircumcised, all this and that and stuff. Possible problems, you know, and the the also the thing that it could easily just break. So you got to also like take account into that as well, like and all this kind of thing. I think it's really important, like for both to sort of understand that region that you're going to be playing around with, understand your playground basically, and each other's playgrounds. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, um, guys, do you want to answer the spit and or swallow question? For me, it would be spit or swallow. I don't really give a shit. Like, do what you want. If you swallow, bang, respect, you know, but all that, I wouldn't do it, but if you want to spit, yeah, I would do it, the fuck, why? Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> you, already, you already gave me a yeah. blowjob and sucked me off to the point I came as a achievement by yourself. You know, like, holy shit. You know, I have a very funny story on that, you know, because, uh, you know how I, I, I like watching blowjob porn, right? Uh, I, I always find it hot when a guy, you know, gives a facial or the girl swallows the gum, right? So when I brought that topic to my ex, then she said, you know what? Mm. Okay, I am willing to do it, but right after you come into my mouth, I will swap the come into your mouth. If you can take it, we are doing it. If you're not, wow. if you're not gonna take it, then I won't do it anymore. Oh, yeah, oh she actually did, yeah, so she actually did that, and I was like, you know what? I'm so sorry, I'm never gonna ask you to swallow my come again. You can give me a <laughs> then, No, I was same dude. I was the Polish girl who was like, yeah, let's kiss, let's make out. If, if you want me, like, I will swallow and like we got to share. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, you know what? No, you know, you, you know, you could put yourself in her shoe. I mean, what she asked and what she did was justifiable. She's like, hey, it's, it's that shit is coming up from your dick. And if you can't take it, why should I take it? Yeah, but dude, I have moods so where it's hot. Like, I have moods where that is actually kind of hot. But it depends on my mood. Like, yeah. In that point. Yeah, exactly. It depends on our diet as well, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because, um, okay, pro tip to guys, if you're going to do, have a share of sex and, you know, unprotected, whatever, try to eat a lot of fruits and stuff before you go. Don't have a lot of meat. Pineapple. Of Pineapple, less meat. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like... <laughs> Yeah, because it makes it come uh, taste different. Like you know, when I was back when I was eating a lot of meat, my ex used to complain that my cum just tasted very bitter. Yeah, they would complain yeah. very bitter. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so spit or swallow. Um, Kadir, Vicky. What about the girls, huh? The girls are just quiet. Oh, spit and swallow for me. Yeah. Huh? Doesn't yeah. matter actually. That's, again, as you say, as long as you're giving uh, it, I'm like, whoa. Okay, nice. Janji, Janji Klua doesn't matter speed or swallow. Janji Klua. Awesome. Um. Okay, wait. The girls are quite okay. Well, girls squirting though. Like, okay, I, I, this is for the guys actually. Have you ever had a girl who squirted so much like you had to change like your sheets and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing. It's so surprising. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like whole different sounds, like squirt a lot. Some room, like, yeah. but wait, I, as if like squirt, like when you say squirt, you mean like yeah, probably juice coming up from your pussy. Come pee as well, or just peeing? It's not peeing, you know. It's, it's squirt is generally like both, right? Yeah. 
just like a full on rain like a shower going on golden shower <laughs> probably what i understand from point is that right she she's quite bad overflow right no no dude when she comes like she actually squirts like it was my first time with the actual squirter so like usually girls when they come like you know you can know they just came and like you know there's not much but just yeah, like, yeah. like so you get like, like, like when she comes it's just like a fucking waterfall coming out of there man like Yeah, that's 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 both urine, right? Isn't it? Like, isn't it? Like, uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, is it? I mean, the girls are the ones. No, girls. Uh, I don't think so, though. I think it's oh, a different fluid. I never heard of it. I never thought about it. I think I'm pretty no, sure no. I've read it's a different fluid. Um, but yeah, that was actually. No, quite- uh, according to Google, squirting is the gushing fluid often seen in adult films, right? Uh, the fluid that's released during squirting is essentially watered down urine. So basically, it's pee just a bit more water. Ah, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So it's not exactly a shower. It's more like a. Yeah. Why did you look so traumatized right now? Like, I said, why did you look so traumatized? Like. Ashini. Ah, no. Yeah. Why did you look so traumatized? Oh no! Just. Reason? <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, you know, some girls they tend to squirt, but then uh, they become very self-conscious because they feel that that's if you have having sex and then they squirt, right? They feel that it's embarrassing to them. That is something that you need to like have a talk with your partner and tell them, you know what? Hey, that's actually sexy. You don't have to, you know, beat yourself up for it. It's okay. Just the next time you guys do it, put something on the bed, lah. Maybe a towel or extra sheet or blanket or something. That is something I had to go through, you know, because sometimes uh, if you not mindful, they might think that you might get turned off by that. I mean, I it's completely not. natural, guys. I think yeah, it's turned off exactly. Not. Like direct proof that I'm doing a good job. Like it's like physical proof, <laughs> like literally. Yeah. Like. yeah, like you know, when you're doing it right, and then they they will have that spasm, uh, then you know, right? I've got I got the shit shit done, right? You know, <laughs> yeah, dude, there's no spasm that you know. Experience, but when the girl squirts yeah. and she squirts like. Fourteen times back to back constantly. You're like, you feel like the fucking king, dude. Like, yeah. Also, like, fuck. I don't give a shit about laundry. So a girl can no, squat fourteen no. times. She must be like on like workout, dude. Oh my god. No, no, yeah. they can squat multiple times. You know, you, you, a girl can squat like sixty times, no problem. But for a guy, at one time, it can only come once. After that, you need some break. The girls, right, without break. They can continuously. Dude, I don't think so. For long time. I think guys can hold it. I think guys can only just like come once and that's it. No, 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 no. No, if the girl is hot and you guys are doing it right, you can. You just need some time. Do four yeah, plays. You can go back. You know how healthy you are, how much you smoke, how much you drink, how fit you are. Do you know? Um, like some of my, you know, the whole thing about you know guys don't guys come within five minutes. I don't think it's a thing because most of my friends are like. Or just to an hour, an hour and a half before we would come in the first place, you know. And yeah, I, 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 I caught myself. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but the fact that girls come so many times is fine. I think the usual ratio you guys should aim for is like three to one or five to one. Like one, I, I mean that's like my standard barrier for like good sex. But every time that you come, it's actually five or three. Mini, minimum three lah, but more five over five. I think record was fourteen, dude. Like Vicky, that was insane, dude. Like I was like, what? Dude, shit? That was crazy. <laughs> it was fucking insane. I was like, wow. But yeah, oh, one day you came. Like in one, how long period? Not how the girl came fourteen times. Like 
You can just 24-7 text her and just be available constantly and stuff. That indicates to her that you have nothing on nothing going on left in your life. Why should she date you or whatever? You know? Um come back to Tina and ask me about demand and supply, right? So yeah, you gotta you gotta maintain your availability as well. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying even if you're available, don't text the person, okay? I'm just saying like have shit going on for you and then whatever shit that you are do you are doing, when you get good at that stuff or when you try to get better at it, people who are attracted to what you do and value you because you're good at what you're doing will come into your life. There's no rush. You know, don't feel the pressure. I've got to get married by this age. I've got to have this by this age. You know, just work on yourself. And um, that, that, that means I wish there's a girl who likes Scribble, Scribble more. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm good at. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you are good at so many things, Tina. It's just you don't know yet. They're good at any time. You're good at creating posters. They're good at design. Yeah. You know? They're good at, no, especially his texting game is like, dude, top notch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. saw how you do it. Oh, Sami Nadin. Sami Nadin. That guy, I love that guy. Yeah. Which, um, okay. So, Shirash is funny, witty, so many good qualities. Yeah, dude. Don't speak like, that, man. Guys, yeah. I mean, girls, guys, girls are worth it. Do you call me a nice guy who is, will be loyal, who's sweet, who's caring, who's got shit going for him? Shirash's DMs are open. Be provided below. Want someone? Want someone who believes that women should not play football? Kadir is always there. Um, if you want um a dude who's had gone through a lot um experience and who knows how to be the best boyfriend in life, Arunan, just a brown boy. DMs down there as well. I'm just plugging out my feet, bro. If you want someone who's deep. Uh, who will talk to you about Dude, stop saying deep. What does fucking deep mean? Oh my god. <laughs> um, he will, basically, deep for every question you ask him, he will ask you 20 questions back. Um, <laughs> because him, it's confusing how you understand it. What is water? And why water? Why, why do we need water? If that's what I'm saying for you, you know, Vicky is single as well. Um, but with that, um, I was just joking. But anyways, I, feel, I hope that you guys learned something from this rambling what two hour and a half podcast i hope that we answer some of the taboo questions in your mind um if you have any other questions or whatever do feel free to dm us if you like the content please like share and subscribe and with that 